This episode is brought to you by the following patrons. Candice, Jay, Janice, Dre, Mama D, Pialani, Jessica Michelle, Classic R&B Lover, Shalita, Ari, Cedric, and Sarah. We thank you very much and appreciate your support and look forward to providing you with excellent bonus content to enjoy. So stay tuned. Go ahead, Jamel. Pay homage. Can I get a do call? Jamel doesn't understand because her her playoff lives are about to be ended by Tom Brady next week, but we'll talk about that on the podcast. No, we're not. We'll talk about it. No, we def- are we recording? Are we are we going to record as a family next week when uh, Jamel is going to get her shit pushed in, or should I wait to say this? I'll save this for the show. This is all going in the show, so you can see it now. Why are we waiting for? Why are we waiting for? Y'all's Y'all ain't going to whoop your ass. Y'all, I mean, Tom Brady's going to whoop y'all's ass Monday. Tom Brady, man, it's yeah. Do you you do know that I am not a delusional Cowboys fan, right? You know that. I mean. I hope so, because there's, a lot, a, I, there's a lot of there's a lot. I know, just like delusional Jaguars fans, I could, I get it, I understand. Uh, so uh, you know, we are in the playoffs, man, <laughs> and we're on the wild card. So I saw that game. I, I watched a little bit of that game. Then I went and fell asleep to see that the Jaguars did win. Well, yes, um, because it was rough. We were losing the whole game. Yeah, I think I was down by three when uh, yeah. when I saw it. Yeah, I was like, oh, David ain't gonna have anything to talk shit about. So, mm. oh, ye a little fake. Mm. Mm. Well, so, what's this about this new Ant Man trailer that y'all are trying to? Uh, what's it? Is it Ant Man? Um, I, it more than likely they usually do, that's when they drop them usually at halftime. So, if you see Dem, if you see me and Devin just stop talking, like I'll <laughs> like I have my notes and I'll just be like, oh yeah. And so then Harper, d- <laughs> hi Elsinia. Hello. Sorry I'm late. Oh, what's up, man? Okay. Sorry. Hello. Oh, my God. Don't hit on the guest. Jeff. Sorry. <laughs> How you doing? Don't hit on the guest. Welcome to the Edit That Out podcast, where we always leave it in. I am your host, Jamel, and with me, as always, are my two brothers in podcast. This time, I'll start with Devin. How are you doing this evening, Devin? I'm glad you asked. I am fan-fucking-tastic. We are representing the Duval County Jacksonville Jaguars. How are you doing, Juwan? <laughs> I'm glad you asked. Uh, I am very, very fine. Thank you. That's wonderful. And listeners, we do have a special guest this week. Um, friend of the show and friend of Juwan's, Cindy, is available. Oh, available, really? Uh, I'm just going to do that again. Cut that shit out. Just cut that shit right on out. Is she available? Nigga, cut that right on out. I'm going to do that. Let it all run that back. We actually do have a guest today, and her name is Cindy, or Sin, either one, uh, friend of the podcast and friend that you want. How you doing, Sin? Hey. How you guys doing? Fantastic. 
Uh, Hopefully, soon to be a friend of ours. I'm not ready to take you guys. We got left. Talk your shit. (laughs) Well, then, what we start this show off, we ask what we're here for, and then we talk about all the shit that's been happening in the week. Um, I'm going to go ahead on and begin. Um, The national championship football game is on right now, and we are scheduled to podcast. So, um, you know who scheduled it. <laughs> if uh listeners, if Devin and I seem quite distant this podcast, it's because we're watching football. And uh you might get a little special teaser in this episode because we're watching during the football game, as I said, and they're gonna have the Ant Man, the new Ant Man trailer. So you might get live commentary for that. And if you just hear Jamel quivering, it's because you know who's on Jonathan Majors. You know no. that my bushels have Civil rights fine, okay? Well, now, now I hate it. Now I hate him. <laughs> Why? Because Sin doesn't, Sin likes him. So that makes me jealous. I don't like nobody. Like, I don't know a black woman who doesn't like him. That's true. <laughs> I'm sure there's somebody. I'm sure there's a special snowflake. And you know what? Good for her, because that means that's one less black woman I have. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a couple of things also, Jamel. Just wanted to shout out, uh, and you will appreciate this, the menu, which is near on HBO Max. That was say, fucking incredible. We might actually have to like take a break and cover that shit. That was incredible. That movie was next level bonkers. Right. It's as a foodie and as a and as a um home shelf, it spoke. Oh, I know you I knew I know you were crazy. I was I love that I was deep in the weeds when um that t- Tyler Tyler was me, okay? Tyler was me. hundred percent with and all of that. So yeah, that's something that we're gonna uh, probably have to do and make um, Devin watch. And another thing I wanted to shout out, and Cindy would appreciate this, the FX Hulu show, Fleischman is in trouble. Yes. Also <laughs> incredible. It's, um, it starts Jesse Eisenberg and Claire Danes as a divorce couple. And the premise of the show is he is on um, Early like late thirties, maybe early forties, divorce, uh, dad, and he he ends up on back in the dating scene and basically gets a lot of play. But then like he ends up with his kid, like his wife drops the kids off, and the show kind of begins from there. But it is incredible the way they show how the marriage kind of declined and also the levels of the divorce that they're going through it's a lot of levels to it um seeing that episode where we find out the reveal i was in tears yeah God. i cried like boo who like <laughs> okay yeah it was it was it was very good at it's so funny because I watched that show right after I watched The Best Man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, these are uh, similarly situated dramas, sort of. Like, I think The Best Man is supposed to be a comedy at the same time, sort of. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, huh, the difference in the storytelling is this same kind of age group dealing with family dynamics and couples and all that kind of thing. It was really interesting as the, the compare, the comparison, the contrast of the two different storytelling types. Right. Mm-hmm. It's an amazing watch. David, I think you would actually like it as well. What what show is this? I'm sorry. Fleischman is in trouble on uh, Hulu. Um, Hulu um, and FX. FX, I think. Now, Juwan, I did want to um, ask, I mean, I know I breezed through it, but um, 
you you did say that Sandy is a friend of yours, and I didn't know if you wanted to give her a, a longer introduction and, you know, maybe say how you knew her. Uh, me and Sandy have been uh, Facebook friends for, like, several years now, and then she is oh, a very, very cool, very, very cool person. I love, I love her perspective on oh, different topics throughout throughout the week. Sometimes they're a little controversial. <laughs> you know, oh, Lord. You know, like, You're on the right podcast. But she definitely gets down to the point of um, situation. So, you know, I, she's very, very fun. You know, she, she's um she's a good person, all, overall good person. So I just want to give well, her Well, that's wonderful. Yeah. I, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, it, unless anybody else has anything. Uh, I have one what more thing. Oh, okay. yes. Uh, today is the the birthday of the woman who made me and raised me. Yeah, shout out to Happy Martin. birthday, Mom! Right, Happy so. birthday, Mama D. I love Happy you. birthday, Mama D. Right, right. All right, that's it. That's all I got. Oh, <laughs> oh, okay. I also want to focus on the fact that the Jacksonville Jaguars are in the playoffs. So anyway, we're really here for uh, <laughs> the best man, the final chapters, episode three and four. Remember, listeners, we're doing them two at a time. So episode three, Brown Girl Dreaming. Uh, and this is not written by Malcolm Lee. This is written by Lori Hutchinson, directed by Robert Townsend? Yep. What? Robert Townsend's out here. Out, so out. Yeah, Meteor Man. That, I was about to say Meteor Man. <laughs> Golden Lord. Bob Harpeed. Yeah. Never, never seen it. Never seen it. That's how shocking because this is probably... Three or four are probably the better episodes of the whole series. Yeah. You're right. So, well, that's believable. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, that makes me sad. Because I, I did mm. love these episodes, though. I mean, I like oh. them, too. They were fun. I was just about to ask you what you thought about these episodes. So you already did. My bad. No, 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 please. No, it's fine. Um, Sin, Sin, what did you think of these episodes? Um, Okay. Like I said, I, I think they were better, the better ones out of all of them in terms of telling a story without it seeming Tyler Perry-ish. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, no shade, but shade if uh, we covered Atlanta. Mr. Chocolate. It seemed like more real and more relatable uh, th- these particular two episodes. So I did like them. Um, the only thing that was kind of crazy out the gate was the way they tried to cover the whole pandemic in like a real yeah. Like, yeah. like a little montage and it was like, uh, okay, so we're jumping in here when you could have just said, you know, here we are, present day. I don't know. It just seemed like this was the beginning of starting to see that they're trying to do too much. Yeah. Well, I pack too much in. Yeah. We gonna get we gonna get in that. This did teeter on the edge of almost doing too much. Where like you said seeing where they were tacking on the pandemic, but it was relevant to Quentin's business in particular, but how these characters interact and talk with each other, it seems slightly unrealistic. They were kind of like speaking in that whole Twitter speak thing. Notorious <laughs> CLB. First of all, Quentin got issues with his business. Why did he get a PPP loan like everybody else? That's a good point, but he's already rich though. The rich people got them loans? <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't it was not, it would not have to pay it back but i digress go ahead okay. but yeah i they were kind of like almost doing too much and tacking on a lot of stuff but then i had to look back and think about it that us for example we're you know late 30s uh 40s when we have 
interact with these concepts like um, gender identity, the pandemic, trying to maintain friendships. Sometimes it does come off a little bit awkward and stunted when you talk about it, when you're trying to develop um, new concepts around it. So I was like, mm, it almost is doing too much, but I kind of liked it at the end of the day. Yep. Yeah, I did too. I definitely yeah. did too. There are certain aspects that I just kind of roll my eyes at, but that's just the, the nature of the show. And we're going to go ahead on and get into it. Let's By the way, it. I just want to just want to say that I didn't get any of that from any of it. I loved every single part of this. I'm like, damn, I'm sad that this is going to be like a limited series. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm like, I could do 22 episodes of this shit. Fair. Well, I'm sad about it, too, because I feel like they could have told that same story over a couple of seasons, two or three. Mm -hmm. nah, okay. yeah. we, we needed it. Like cover all of this but slow it down so it matters like, yeah they breathe through a lot yeah yeah like they're like because like well i mean i've seen the entire series already and it seemed like they left a lot on the cutting room floor mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. they just cut way too much fat out if that makes sense so you know i mean it is what it is but let's just go ahead on and get into it right sorry oh, no 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 please no you're fine um, let me go ahead and pull up my notes. So, um, as Sin already alluded to, we start off with a montage. Mm -hmm. Um, we're seeing the years go by. We get to like we pass like four or five years. So we see Harper's Harper's super successful. Robin's super successful. Uh, Jordan is super successful. Merch and Candace have a wonderful loving family. Candace is studying um plant based medicine. Um. Shelby is building her um her brand. She's an influencer now for the most part. Mm -hmm. Um and she's, but anyways, um um Q's hotel business is doing very well until COVID hits. Yeah, you open it. And then you see France. and then you see all these papers just strewn all over the table and he's just oh <laughs> okay, it's 2020. They should be on get get a damn computer. Anyways, um <laughs> Lance still misses Mia, bless his heart. And he's doing sports talk on TV. Like he's on, um, it's not undisputed. Is it undisputed, Devin? Uh, well, it's Stephen A. Smith, first take. I uh, first take with, uh, they probably called it something different, but he's sports on there with Stephen A. Smith and he almost, yeah. And he almost choked Stephen A. Smith out. That was hilarious because that I feel like was, everybody kind of wants to choke Stephen A. Smith out. That was, I am a huge Stephen A. Smith, uh, hater. Ew. <laughs> Ew. I'm always defending Stephen A. Smith because he is a representation of black men and he like represents us in a a, a positive way in the media. I think. Who the fuck are you talking about? I definitely do. Of a certain age. Of a certain age. I mean, it's like, girl. I mean, of I mean, anybody being toxic on this pod, Juwan is the one. I feel like uh, as a black man who has loved, who loves sports, I feel like Stephen A gets a bad rap and doesn't get the lost accolades. Right here. He doesn't get the the accolades he deserves because he is a very talented man and is the face of ESPN. Leave Jerry Butler alone, Stephen A. Smith. I'm not just I'm not. who's who's that? Whatever is Jamaica. Oh, oh, uh, uh the Cowboys are Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones. Did is this it? nigga just say Jerry Butler? I, and he was wondering why I didn't respond. I, I was like, who's that? Dwayne ended it out. 
This nigga said Jerry Butler and was looking at me like, why don't you know what your team owner is? I was like, who's there? Is this something? Do I need to Google this? Okay. All right. John, enough sports for you today. Enough sports for Juwan today. Uh, Anyway. But Uh I did also have some of my favorite, which we'll get into it. My favorite black talking heads. They have like the Mount Rush. Oh, yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. And the old, oh, the old head too. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to get into that. Well, I do want to say this is where we do see a couple of things that, um, Glass's children. Because I know there was a question last week about why is he not taking care of the um his kids? And LJ is looks to be um maybe seventeen or eighteen. I think the there's an older girl, and then the other daughter. I is think like, her name is yes, because we don't see her, or maybe we will. But there's another daughter I noticed, like a younger teenager. So they pretty much are kind of self sufficient. So quick note. When we're talking about LJ, I'm going to use he, him until they tell us otherwise. Fair. Making sense? All right. I, yeah, I, I, I'm I, not trying to get canceled. I'm just letting y'all know. So we see Harper at fucking Costco sell, um, signing books and stuff like that. I didn't even know they did that there. Um, because his bumper G books, like I guess that's his alias or whatever, um, the fluff books that he he does, they're pretty um popular. Yeah. Like his um yeah they're very very popular so he's there he can tell you over he ain't really into it but right. he because he, he wants to write better things right and, and he I, also wants wait I'm oh, sorry yeah go ahead oh no I was going to because you had a question here why is he signing the books at Costco and I probably just stepped on your toes again like I did last week but uh I felt like that was um it I felt it was like it was because you know the Buffer G series is like you said these fluff titles so he doesn't get a prestige book signing at mm-hmm. uh, uh at a um bars and nobles or something like that he's relegated to to the little book aisle in the middle of the, the um sam's club or costco or whatever yeah yeah but i mean apparently it's making him money like everybody's asking for all like he's got a line out the door and everything so but yeah he wants to write more serious yeah he wants to write you know better stuff more serious stuff and move from harlem to the upper west side so we'll see Candace, plant-based medicine. I'm so tired of listening. To this. <laughs> I'm just really tired, but I'm gonna get. I'm gonna pass through it, listener. <sighs> I guess it went fine. Mm. Um. So, but it's stressing her out, which is so funny that plant-based herbs are stressing her out. I'm like, I know a specific plant-based herb <laughs> that would help a whole bunch mm. with all that stress from your dissertation. But you know, it's cool. She's happy either way because she got accepted in class that she wanted. I don't care. Um, Lance is the worst actor ever. That was this a commercial where he was trying to smile with his shirt off. <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing, bro? And Jordan tells him just like, you are not an actor. Don't ever do this shit. <laughs> that was- Why did they even air that? Yeah. I don't know if, uh, what's his name? Uh, Warth Chestnut was trying to get out of his like unsexy mm-hmm. things. I'm it's, like, it's an actor trying to be a bad actor. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Like, yeah. This is not attractive. Mm-mm. Yeah, he looked ridiculous. So we asked Jamel last week about Morris Chestnut and he didn't do anything for her. For her. Seeing this Morris Chestnut move you? I think he's attractive, but he doesn't move me in the way like, mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe back in the day he did, so I could be the toxic one on the show right now. Mm-hmm. His son, 
um, <laughs> I was like, damn, this sounds fine. So his son does it for me. Um, like more shit than I used to do back in like the 2000s. Like now he just looks like a nice, respectable black man. Okay. Okay. Cool. I did. I, I was, I don't know what happened. I feel like I was like distracted when I was watching it for some reason, because when I was, I'm like, why is he, I didn't get it. It was a commercial at first. And so, like, I was like, why is he talking like that? He's, he's, trying, to, he's trying to find some, like, purpose in his life. Right, I got it once. I, I was like, oh, this he's supposed to be, like... Yeah, he's like, trying to things. It was so crazy, because I'm like, what's wrong with him? And then, like, when they did the voiceover, I thought that was the most funny thing, because they were like, we were never going to get this right. Have y'all seen, uh, of course y'all have, but in Rocky, when he was doing the commercial... Which Rocky was that? Rocky 2. Wait, I get the fuck out of here. <laughs> are you are you serious? I think that's the one I didn't see. I know I saw I know I saw every four. No, that's Rocky that's... Four. Right. Lord have mercy. That was a lot of years ago. I don't like to be Get the fuck out of here. Uh, these are the next movies that we need to cover. We were looking for a movie. We need to do at least the first five. No, the fuck we not. <laughs> Okay, well, I'm not taking no fun on that shit. I said I'll do it. Oh, okay. okay. I mean, I'm if you take it, I'll, well, I'll do all. I'll do the whole series because I recently watched all of them. But there's like seven or eight. Anyway, my point was where he was trying to do the commercial, and it was so bad because you know Rocky had that that draw, and he's like, "You're being very rude." Isn't that right, Adrian? Yeah, he's yeah. That just made me think of that. He's very very that rude. That was good. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> That's what but, yeah. think of this. So right, he's right. talking. No, no, no. He's talking. Listeners, we're going to cover Rocky. You heard it here first. Um, so, yeah, but he's talking to Jordan. And basically, Jordan's just like, you need to redefine your purpose. Find a find a purpose in your life. So more on that later. Lance picks up LJ from, he has an in, MSNBC. I guess it's like a job or an internship. Mm-hmm. Um, but he picks him up to go run football drills. And he's good. He's good. Uh, but you can tell that he he's not in it. Like ever, like they do they do that TV thing. Like oh yeah yeah I did it I did it. And then when everybody's not looking, oh I'm sad. Like so you know. And the boy girl, I was like, I was. He probably like, feel better if he grew facial hair, but you know. this is where I got my first inclination of my 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 dog going off. I was like, I yeah I thought so too. I, that's also too. I first. But I was gonna wait for him to say. Right right. I was like. <laughs> hmm. But, and so we see this gorgeous Upper West Side house, and Harper is trying to sell her on this kitchen. They got a pasta faucet. My own house a pasta It's a, it's a I, bidet for noodles. Yes, my own. Is that accurate? It is. That's what they said on the show. I mean, it kind of is. I know. I heard that. That's what I, I. My old house had one. I did. Of course it did. <laughs> of course. Like this. Yeah. But so what is the way? He basically, you just rinse the noodles. Yeah, you rinse the noodles. So is it a strainer on the faucet? More than likely, yeah, kind of. It's over the oven, and you just fill the pot, and you can use it to wash rice, or so you don't have to actually move the pot from the sink. Oh, and have a- yeah, I've seen those. I want one of those, and my line sister has one of those. Yeah. I'm probably gonna build one in, in here. I got for the line. So like, yeah, I love pasta. Ralph is not really that interested in this house, but because she's just like, just give me a little time to decide. So he's like, oh, like, sure, sure, sure. You know, okay. Let's look at the courtyard while you decide. Now, I'm going to ask you all here. Did y'all have an issue with either Robin or uh, Harper 
We're going to get to that. Okay, I, I, no, I, no, I ate her now. I just want to put that on the Well, I'll tell you like this. About. In this scene, no. Because she was just like, eh, I don't know. Let me think about it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Okay. We're going to put dead a pin in that. dead to me. We uh-huh. put a pin in it. Yeah, just put a pin in that. <laughs> so, Jordan is a boss at work, blah, 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 whatever. Um, Shelby calls her and is basically so sad. Oh, no, basically tell her, like, okay, so you're a boss at work, but you fired a black woman from her show, or you canceled a black woman's show, so now Twitter's dragging you, especially black Twitter, which means that's just bad. Right. So they're calling her a corporate sellout and everything, and she's just like, what the hell? These people are dragging you all up and down Twitter over the Anita Roberts thing. Oh, my God. Jordan Armstrong is just another self-centered corporate token willing to sell a sister out to make her own star shine? Part one of 12. Oh boy. Black Twitter has memed you in a bonnet on a pancake box. Oh, oh no. Calm down, Jordan. It's not that bad. No, 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 no. No. Now, did y'all know what this was based off of? Um, which show did they, um, Tiffany Cross? Yes. Yeah, uh, cause yeah. Let, this, you, and that was MSNBC too, wasn't it? I think so. I think so. Or it, maybe it was, um, after the fact, but yeah, because uh, there is a black woman that is a CEO of MSNBC that did get dragged for um, canceling Are they? the show. And what's another? I thought it was coincidence because the timing is just, they would have had to have filmed this already. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true too. So maybe it was. Um, I'm thinking Melissa Harris Perry. That could be. I thought about just, that too. Um, you know, Jordan is just the person, you know. Yeah, that could be. Maybe they pre- kind of like predicted it after the fact, but uh, I just I just found that really interesting how those stories parallel. I feel like y'all are throwing out a bunch of big names right now. Oh, dang it is. I'm just thinking that's Peacock, that's NBC, MSNBC, that's that whole thing. Yeah, that's that umbrella. I mean, maybe, Devin, this game is over. Yeah, I'm I'm devastated. I hate Georgia. And I have cousins that went to TCU, so I'm like... But anyway, so let's just get started. He's probably happy. Fuck him. Oh, no. So Harper goes to visit Robin at work because Robin's doing her thing. They're making a whole bunch of food. It's called Robin's Nest. They make a whole lot of food for um, underserved communities in Harlem. Mm. And they just make them all this good and like nutritious and food, which is really, really wonderful. So he visits her at work and he's just like, yeah, you know, it's really good to see you. You know, um, you doing your thing. What you think about the house, though? <laughs> and Rama's just like, I really just don't want to leave Harlem. Like, our community's here. We serve this community here. You know, we we give through to this community. Harper's like, yeah, I noticed you up. I know, yeah. The budget. If someone else not bringing all that money. If we right. need more, we can get Charity them. starts at home, nigga. Did she not know there? What is happening? It's not about that place. That place is beautiful. It's, it's about any new place. I don't, I'm not trying to move, Harper. Okay. Just why not? My kitchen is here. The, the community we, we serve is here. I don't want to abandon all that it's just so we can play George and Wheezy somewhere. <laughs> okay, I hear you. Um, we can serve our community from anywhere. But why not do it from a beautiful spot? that has top-notch schools. I like being around my people. I do too. Black people are everywhere. And I'm sorry, but gentrification is here in Harlem now. I mean, look at all these Beckys and Liams. 
We, we, we need a new spot. Need or want? I ain't allowed to want to give my queen a castle. Can I want that? Your queen is fine. And what's driving this? Harper, what, why do you all of a sudden want a fancy new home? Or to be a MacArthur genius type writer? Because I want more. I want more space. I want more respect. I want... Isn't that okay? Yeah, that's fine. But why can't we just be happy? I'm... Instead of always chasing after some elusive better. I, um, I'm headed to Candace's book club. All right, talk more later. Love you. Okay. But Robin's basically just like, are you sure this isn't just your ego talking? Like, why do you want more? Like, can you just be happy with what you got? So they talk about it. They're, they said they're going to talk about it later. Because mm, yeah. so, she got to go to book club. Hmm? Yeah. Who was this? Who was this floozy that he gave the other coffee to? That's, um, well, Robin's uh, one of her employees, but that's the lady that they're going to have a conversation over the phone with later. Mm-hmm. Again, just back to the question, you still want to put a pin in it about Robin's attitude here because she is kind of like, I understand she wants to be down for the community and that's all well and good, but he's making a lot of good points. Like Harlem is being gentrified. Yeah. Right. And you see it like when, yeah. when they're walking through the community, it's nothing with white folks. Yeah, you see all these white people running, walking around. And you can here. serve the, but I understand, I, I, it's both, it's a both side thing. I get what yeah. she's saying. Like, you know, you don't want to like be at the Upper West Side coming down to Harlem. You know, that's not going to look that good. However, like you should want to, you should be able to want more. Mm-hmm. That's fine too. So th- it's really just their, their goals in life aren't gelling. And if this is what it's going to be, she needs to say that. Like, she needs to put a hard line, I don't want to move. Well, I feel like she did, but he did. He was pushing it. He was pushing it. Yeah, he still trying to sell it. What a lot of men do to get their way is, like Mm -hmm. you said, pushing it. It's just like, but this, but this. And it it reminds me that until women get upset or angry, that's Mm -hmm. when men will hear us until, you know, we get a little rowdy. And it's like, oh. Now you're serious. But when I told you the first time, I don't want to move. Mm-hmm. It wasn't enough. You kept pushing. And to the point of Harvin being gentrified, I'm going to put on like my social justice cap. Um, and it, it makes me think about how gentrification happens. And a lot of times, yes, black and brown people are pushed out of communities. But also um, what happens is somebody like, a Harper and Robin, right? A couple like that will leave for greener pastures instead of investing into their own community because what that would mean for somebody of that like tax bracket to even provide upgrades to their own house or something like, or even purchase another house in Harlem and put another black family in there. Um, there was just a lot of ways to address it. When I rewatched this episode, I was like, man, even if she was down for the cause, like I had better arguments I could have made on her behalf. Like, well, yeah, you want to talk about all this other stuff, like buy another property in Harlem instead of going to the Upper West Side because I wouldn't want to be over there either. Like, of all the places, not that I've ever visited. I mean, you can get a farm place in Harlem. As much as it's gentrified, I'd yeah. get the best one of those gentrified Like, because that's, <laughs> that's what I did. Like, that's what my family did here. 
like the area that I live in DC, incredibly gentrified. Black people just move right back on in. Mm. Cause I live in PG County. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. So like, like, and they've been trying to gentrify PG County so much. Like you should see the billboards, it's nothing but white people, but all these black people were just like, yeah, all the black people were just like, I'd like to buy this one though. Yeah. <laughs> Which so would you, you ladies saying this? Money over here. <laughs> First, did y'all say this is like when a guy is like, I really want a threesome, and if you don't give it to me, I'm gonna cheat on you. Go ahead and cheat, and it's over. Go be with the uh, go do that. Right. Uh, First of all, I'm on these scenes. Not that I would ever do that. Mm. Okay, Devin, sure. I would never. First of all, I'm on these scenes to leave me the hell alone to get my business. Oh, <laughs> oh honey. <laughs> You know he lives. <laughs> do you even have black neighbors? No, I don't. Mm. You have kids, Juwan? Oh, you yes. do. He has a daughter. You think about your daughter being raised around, not seeing black kids? She sees them at her school. She's at child school. What about Percy? You got to worry about not neighborhood like play with each other. Does she play with the kids in the neighborhood? Nope. No. Yeah, they no. might call her the N word somehow. <laughs> oh, so, and then we'd all have to go fight. That's that community that Robin to take to bring it back to the show. Mm-hmm. Is, that's what she's saying. Like, I don't want to leave that because you're not going to get community in the Upper West Side. You don't get community in Harlem. You can't you can't buy that. That's the thing that comes from culture that comes from being around people who understand you, who are going to give you the benefit of the doubt, all of that. Um, so. Damn, you know, I'm no shade to you, Juwan, but that's something to think about. Slight shade. <laughs> <laughs> that's <good>, Juwan. <laughs> I'm not going back to you. You know what? Y'all, let me just keep the peace and uh, move right on. Uh, so we get a book club at Candace's, and nobody wants to talk about the book. It's just, it's just an excuse for everybody to get together and kiki. Um, so Jordan is still annoyed at being dragged on Twitter and Candace points out like, listen, I mean, I understand. Okay. I'm your friend, but you did cut a black woman's show. So they talk about that and she starts to think about that. Now, all Robin wants to do is talk about the book. Hey guys, remember this kind of has to do with the book and everybody be like, girl, don't nobody want just, what did Shelby said? Don't just read the book, read the room. Nobody wants to talk about it. Right, read the room. That was a classic slide. I like that. <laughs> and so, like, can like Robin was just like, okay, y'all could do whatever you want to, but I'm gonna make you at least read about the issues. And Shelby was just like, okay, I'm gonna tell you exactly what it is. Racism fucks up everybody's bag. And she, and Robin was just like, okay, maybe that was right. Can <laughs> <laughs> I say, Jabelle, I read that book to some of us, and when she said that, it hurt my feelings because I was like, damn, because that is. 300 pennies. The book for Okay. All right. Roger Folks. She was just like, I can tweet that to my 1.6 million followers and bam. And that's when um, Jordan's wheels started turning. More on that later. Uh, actually, right now. Well, eh, yeah, no, right now. Um, From the Culture is a new show that she's putting on. It's in pre-production and Shelby is on the show now. It's the Black View. This was exactly it's, what I was about to say. The it's Black, the Black view. view. It's the Black View. So we got a book club with the gals. We have poker with the fellas. And um, they're starting to discuss Robin's hesitance to the house. And Harper just really doesn't like that. And he's like, I don't know. She calling my ego. All right, look, all right. So black queens are wild. (laughs) Best ones always are. And stubborn, too. 
<laughs> Took Robin to see this bomb-ass apartment on the Upper West Side. Beautiful bathrooms, four big bedrooms, even even a a, 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 a pasta faucet. Pasta faucet. Mm -hmm. It's like a bidet for noodles. No, mm -hmm. no thanks. That's <laughs> some fancy shit. But she's trying to tell me it's all about my ego. Talking about some why now. And I'm like, why now? Why the fuck not now? Robin don't just say shit, dog. Now she been down with you from the jump. You might want to consider her POV on this, man. Shit, it better. I mean, I wish y'all had shared with a brother years ago about those six perfect syllables to keep you in a good marriage. Hmm. Happy wife, happy life. <laughs> nah, no, 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 no doubt. But I do understand wanting to be the man of the house, protect and provide for the family. Yes. It's job one. Thank you. I mean, between Robin and my agent, it's like they got a brother feeling a little insecure about his shit. Yeah, well, happy wife, happy, happy life. Q was just like, listen, happy wife, happy life. Listen, do whatever you got to do to keep the peace in the house. Which, honestly, like, I would change it because, you know, I'm a little, I don't know, like, happy spouse, happy house. Come on now. I agree with that. Because you, you don't want to... light skinned ass ain't doing no happy spouse. Get <laughs> <laughs> no punk out of here. Shut up. <laughs> I'm just being honest. Edit that out, Juwan. I don't need people knowing that. Um, and I love my brother. I love my brother. Although I, I've always thought that. I'm like, yeah, happy wife, happy life. But I've seen some miserable husbands too. And I was, and if you if you don't want to, if you you can't be around no mad husband, it's just gonna affect the whole house. So just, all you got to do yeah. is cheat to get some respect back in his relationship. I thought black men don't cheat. Oh right, you're right. Oh well, happy I black men don't cheat. Oh, okay. well, then, oh, then explain, explain America's sweetheart, Nia Long, getting cheated on. Because would you cheat on Nia Long? I know she made that man happen. Would you cheat on Nia Long? Hmm? That's the question. Oh, no, I wouldn't. I was trying to figure out a way to figure out why he cheated. I was trying to think of excuses. It's just not what's coming up in my mind. So anyway, I mean, it was the letter's wife, allegedly, so I mean. That's, you, unless you got a bag from it. I'm so, let me know. Yeah, you're right. You know what? No, no, you're right. No. <laughs> But um, Lance thinks that he should he should listen to her, you know, like brother, you might be able to just you know take into account what she says. And merges on this man of the house, you should you ought to want to protect and provide for your wife and your family and stuff like that. So he's so wait, like, I have a question about that. On at the table, you don't listen to the brokest nigga at the table. Yeah, yeah. and he's a lawyer. I'm about to say they're not. You don't never come in court. But you I'll never be in court though. Like, okay, you're right. I forgot that Merch was a lawyer. He's a lawyer, but you don't never see him at court. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little because they're trying to save the world. Pursuing his passion. Ooh, right. I just realized that. That's right. Because he mm -hmm. was. I'm gonna be a teacher. I'm gonna. They're the most. Yeah, they're the most like just like middle like um, maybe upper middle class because they still live in a brownstone. So. Right. Yeah. They. But I want to say, do y'all think that this was him like? Projecting how he feels absolutely on the, yeah, as, as, without a doubt, right? Yeah. He can't do shit now. I, I, I think, but he has felt like he married this girl who was this dancer, right? Mm -hmm. So he probably started the relationship feeling like the man, and now here she is, the educated. She's going towards her PhD, and it is causing him to have to help out more with the domestic duties and the child rearing, which mm -hmm. is seen as women's work or wife's duties and according to Jawan. Yeah. I mean to according to Jawan. Uh <laughs> you know, he's probably what I get in the sense is like he's feeling like less of a man instead of uh, 
feeling like the man because he's juggling it all. I don't know. I will say that, like, I agree with that being, like, doing everything. I do applaud him for him, like, almost ignoring himself and looking out for his supporting his his kids with the the anxiety and yeah. letting her oh, feel like yeah. she can be so encompassing into her job that she's not even thinking about she neglecting his needs. Which, and that's the thing. We learned really that um, Candace is doing her dissertation on plant-based herbs and medicines honestly because of her daughter because her daughter suffers with anxiety and she's trying to find other more natural ways to treat that so i mean i understand i mean other than like yeah you just don't you don't want to give a little girl weed so yeah let's find something that's you know not so psychotropic is it a t-word yes there was a sat word but i i like merch in in um oh i know we know it's because of how he takes care of the home right he has stepped up i don't think there is a situation where he resents it uh i think he feels like he's a bitch and he's absolutely yeah he's just a family man right and there's There's nothing wrong with that he's bitch he's he's bitch jace well well spoiler alert because of his thought process that's why he's bitch jay well yeah that's true well mouse well they do explore some of that stuff later on but in these two episodes where he is um, stepping up at the home. I really like that about his his character. You know, he's cooking for the girls. He's taking them to their activities. You know, and and he had to not, leave. He had to leave poker because he had, he had to, to go make dinner him. for the girls. Yeah. yeah, right. I mean, I'm I'm sure his wife is watching football on Sunday while he cooks like Juwan's house. <laughs> Listen, Ralph, the example of like fatherhood that I grew up with. Like my, my dad helped cooking, clean around the house. Because both he and my mom worked. And so to me, that was more natural to see. I think in this character, Merch's character's um, case, he's comparing himself to his friends. And if Mm -hmm. you've been around people like him, Mm -hmm. who are just like working class families where both mom and dad got to contribute to the household and the household responsibilities, he might not have felt that attack to his manhood in such a way. Mm -hmm. That's Yeah, Mm -hmm. that makes sense. You with these clubs, successful ass people, then you sit there like, yeah, why do I gotta pick up the kids? You know, whatever. Because you're not a an NFL player. Or <laughs> why did his friends so put him on? Like, why did this? <laughs> but I forgot he was a lawyer. Yeah, I mean, he could have been one of their lawyers. But yeah, I know. So from the culture, viewers do not like Shelby. They just don't like Shelby because so so Jordan tells Shelby, you have to be less housewives, more college debate team. So she's taking that seriously, very, very seriously. We'll see her take that seriously a little bit more. Um, Stan, Harper's agent, is just like, listen, I mean, I know how you said, I know what you said. I think you should write another Bubba G book. And he's like, "Eh, mm, eh, mm, no, I want to write this serious book. More on that later. So a lot of these scenes move fast and furious, listeners. So just, just roll with these punches, okay? Um, MSNBC, we're back there with Jordan. She's trying to meditate and it looks so uncomfortable. Uh, <laughs> it looks so uncomfortable. She ends up meeting Harper for lunch. So what's up with you? Hmm? I don't know. You seem stressed. You seem like you signed a deal with the devil. <sighs> this sounds nuts, but my publisher wants to pay me crazy dollars for shit that I don't want to write anymore. Like, I want to, I want to write something meaningful. I need to write something meaningful, something important. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, no one, no one wants to feel stuck. What does Robin think? Oh, well, she wants me to figure out if it's coming from a place of ego, <laughs> or if uh, if I need you know external validation. Well, do you? I don't know. Maybe. Look. Every fiber in my body is pushing me towards this thing. Well, then, Harper, that's what you have to do. Right. No one thinks the way you do but you. Besides you. Well, and he's still on about this damn book and this damn house. And Jordan's just like, what did Robin say? Like, so he asked her and she, she says, she, oh, I think this is about my ego. And Jordan's just like, listen, if, uh, you know, listen, you just got to, first you have to listen to your wife. But if it, we're talking about the book. Write the book you want to write, and you know which that it's, uh, that was yeah. It's further supplanting my my theory that they should be together. More it'll give you more, like later in the uh, the discussion. They're you know, more or less soulmates, and we you right. that from the first movie. Right, the they movie. have to get together because his wife's tripping, which we'll get into later. But I hope he mm. he just leaves her or cheats because he got to get some respect back and balance in this relationship. Mm. I'm just gonna move this, right on. So. so uh, Put a pin in that, Devin. I did want to ask Sienna a question with this particular conversation with Jordan. As we see that these people have matured and are very, very close friends with one another where they do have these meetings. However, knowing that Robin had talked to him, Harper, about, you know, your, his ambitions, do you think it was um, appropriate for him to go and get advice from another woman, even though that's one of his best friends? Well, Jordan... No, because they have, he has feelings for her. Mm -hmm. I think if she was just a platonic best friend, I don't think it matters that it's a woman. And I think that they think they're platonic. They mm -hmm. probably think they're platonic. Yeah, they probably but, do think that they're platonic. But every time, like, um, they're together and, like, Robin shows up, she always gives a little side eye. She did that in, like, episode like, one or episode two. Like, okay. Uh -huh. Yeah, even if they're not doing anything, it's just like, oh yeah, we were just talking about this. Like it was completely normal. Like yeah, we know it's normal. Why do you look crazy? Exactly. Mm. Why are you looking guilty for doing nothing? Yeah. Like if you're not doing anything, don't worry about it. Cause like yeah. You know, but I ask y'all something. Oh sorry. Oh, oh no, go ahead. I'm sorry. Quick, I was gonna say I think he also went to Robin, looking for the kind of response he was hoping, cause they're more equally yoked. Mm. Yes, because they're they're not equally yoked. So it, it's just like this is what I would I know um Jordan is gonna tell me what I, I wanna hear because we are like minded. And mm -hmm. so I think that's why he went to her. Be especially because all his boys was like, Well, listen to your wife. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yep. so finally and now I'll vote to uh Jordan and she'll tell me the thing I want to hear. Well and, but she did, but she didn't because she was just like, What did Robin say like because if it's the house then you definitely need to do that with her yeah as far as the book write the book yes write that she told him that mm -hmm. she sure did that's exactly what she did yeah can, so can, their relationship is problematic and this just hit me today when I was watching it like the fact that he named his daughter Mia <laughs> that shit blew my mind today when I made a man that shit I no you fuck her no you don't name my daughter after oh you know what it it I up. would not have signed off on that that shit hit me that shit hit me today I'm like when they say I'm like wait a minute I swear to god I had it. I'm like what the mm. there's no way listen R.I.P. to that woman no 
I mean, I told y'all she was trash. But I mean, and even for his best friend Lance to got to have to talk to see him and his daughter named Mia. So that's always a constant reminder, like, yeah, because you you did fuck my wife. <laughs> like, no, 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 no. I honestly didn't even think about it until y'all just mentioned it. Like, I was always thinking, like, oh, that's a nice little, that's a sweet tribute to our friend. I thought it was stuff off the gate. <laughs> yeah, like, it's kind of trash. That's crazy. They said it, because they said it in the Best Man Holiday. I was like, really? Oh, see, I, yeah. I got to, I only got to the first Best Man. It was at the very end. It was um, at the very end. And they were just like, oh, yeah, we're going to name her. Mia and everybody was like, "Oh, this is so bad." And me, uh, my homegirl and I were in the movie theater. We were just like, "Are you sure?" And it was like that. I was like, mm, "Are you sure?" Cindy, me, you were, you were knee deep in Mia's guts. Like, I don't care how long it is. No. <laughs> All right. So sorry. Uh, okay. Here, uh, Robin, Robin, uh, Devin's favorite character. And I don't even think, I figured we were probably going to get in a big discussion about this, but I feel like we're all probably all going to be on the same page. So I'm just going to lay it all out and then we can talk about it if you want to. Okay. Um, Harper gets a phone call uh, from the uh, the coworker that Juwan mentioned earlier. Um, long story short, Robin got arrested mm. and Mia was there because they, she took her protesting. And we see at the police station, she's hugging on Harper. Oh my God, they were hurting everybody. They were hurting everybody that people that weren't even doing anything wrong. They hurt mommy. Oh my God, it was so, it was so oh, scary. It was so scary. And so they take her home. And so the kids have, a, uh, not the kids really, the parents of Harper and Robin, they start talking. What were you thinking? Excuse me? As soon as those cops came, you should have had Mia out of there. Robin, you can't be out in these streets. You are a mother. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We had every right to be there and to resist unlawful intimidation. In fact, it's kind of our duty if we want to live in a democracy. Not if it puts you and Mia's life in danger. Hey, enough. I made sure Mia stayed safe. And I'm, I'm also making sure she knows how to stand up and make a difference. Well, we got to figure out a better way to teach her than you getting hauled off in handcuffs by cops in riot gear. <sighs> She was terrified. She's probably traumatized. Well, then enlighten me, Mr. Hotshot Hollywood writer. How should we teach her? By clout chasing or by, by moving into multi-million dollar brownstones? There it is. I knew it. Don't you ever have my daughter out in those streets like that again. And don't you ever tell me what I can and cannot do with my daughter. And Robin's basically like, she need, it's important for her to, you know, participate in these things. You know, it's good for her to be part of the community, to fight for her community. And Harper's like, what if something had happened to her? What if something had happened to her? And that's when she was just like, well, I didn't think about that. So I'm sorry. And, but yeah, she's just like, no. so Harper basically said like, don't you have my daughter protesting like that ever again? Don't you tell me what I can't and can't do with my daughter. First, I'm telling you right now, I have two children, two daughters, as a matter of fact. I'm not taking them protesting. Yeah, all right. I'm not doing not that age. No. no, no, you can get a sitter and then go do your thing. And even then that might be risky because what if you don't come home? Mm -hmm. Things, these are things that you have to think about, like, you know, like, cause when all of the, like the thing happened in like 2020, every, a lot of people wanted to go out. I had two small children. I ain't going nowhere, but I'll sign a pledge. Yeah. I'm on change.org all the time. <laughs> we had a, there was 
There is a, a organization here out in Las Vegas. They did a thing back in 2020 that was just for kids, like at a park, because you know kids on the internet these days. They know what's going on, and so they know like parents are not going to take their kids to the front lines in front of the riot gear police mm -hmm. and all that. But they did have a little thing for kids to be able to make signs and for them to show support as a like teaching opportunity for kids to be socially aware, and then they go home. And they went home. It was all parents, mm -hmm. all with the kids. And I just got to believe there's probably something similar. In yeah, see, I like that. I like that. There has to be. In Harlem. Yes, there has to be. You don't just take her to, like, a protest where you have, like, yeah. NYPD? <laughs> Girl. No, they don't care about you. That was stupid. That was stupid. Robin was ridiculous for that. I understand you want your daughter to be involved with the community. I understand that. But you put your daughter in harm's way. You risked you risk that little girl's life. Okay. Besides her. Yeah, I was, I was curious how y'all would come down on this because obviously I don't have children. So I was like, man, I feel him on that shit. So I'm glad to, like, I was like, I'll let them answer this question. Cause, I was... He made a good point, but I mean, it was still kind of like trash how he made it. Yeah, like don't have my daughter. Like, yeah, you don't say it like that. See, when you say it how like you, that, how do you? But I was like my daughter. Yeah, how you're you supposed to that? my daughter. Don't have don't have our there. child yeah. in harm's way. Don't I mean, have our already, daughter again. He already has said that. Though. Yeah, but uh, she sometimes you need to say it again. Yeah, she she wasn't because she, she wasn't, wasn't getting it. And, you know, I mean, and even still, like, she wasn't getting it because she was being very, very stubborn about it. Yeah, that the Robin and each other. Yeah, because yeah. he's stubborn, too. Yeah, he is. Robin, she comes across as really selfish to me. And, it and that's funny because he, she would probably the same thing. She would probably say the same thing about him. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. So, Always wanting her. war and all of that. No, I mean, listen, I understand what y'all are saying. I get it. I completely understand. Yeah. But like, like they would say that same thing about each other, and we'll get into that Guarantee next week. But um, yeah. So anyway, uh, Shelby is studying for from the culture. Like she's trying to take it serious and stuff like that. She's like, I don't. I want to be taken serious. I don't. You know, I'm leaving the housewives' life behind. Damn, what are you stressing over there about? Oh, I'm elevating. <laughs> don't laugh. I'm being serious. Look, baby, you got this. I mean, if and if they don't like the redo, fuck them. It's just their laws. Quentin, I'm not like you. I can't just say fuck it. I want this. I didn't know that I did, but I do. That kind of scares me. I just want to be good. You are Shelby Victoria Taylor Spivey, the baddest bitch in the whole damn game, because you're the only woman that could have gotten me to marry them. Oh, babe. Just Taylor, though. <laughs> Shelby Spivey? <laughs> well, you are fierce, fine, fabulous, and fully educated. You play to win. You always come back with the W. You go in there and remind them of who you are and then surprise them with what they don't know about you. Okay. Thank you. You got this. And Q, Q, it, listen, Q and Shelby have the best relationship. 
Absolutely. They have the best. And you, you would yeah. never have thought they watched those first two Ever. Because right. it started off incredibly toxic. But sometimes, I guess, two toxic people cancel out. I don't know. I feel like they had Listen, that. I don't take that to heart. Don't take that to heart, listeners. Don't don't take right. that to heart. I, I'm If you're toxic and your partner's toxic, don't take that to heart. Y'all might not need to be together. I would take yeah. it from it. I took from it that, you know, sometimes you when you have that sexual compatibility. Nothing else matters. It makes you be more understanding mm. <laughs> of your partner. It makes you try harder in your relationship. Like, I know everybody likes to be all like you have to be friends first and all this stuff but when you have that like animal attraction you know that passion that's there for your person i think it's all been there well like you just did you just uh hit the eddie murphy when you make them when you make them say that we've all been there you never seen raw yeah but i don't i don't remember that particular oh right on me neither i don't remember but yeah, I feel like they finally had that conversation where you're like, we're always watching stuff where we're like, if they just talk, they could work so much out. I feel like, I don't know if it was last episode or episode one, but when they, when he had that talk about how much he wanted to love her and all that stuff, I feel like mm-hmm. they finally was like, okay, we can. Yeah, they let, they let go. Right. Because just... it was just sexual and now they started to learn each other and I guess it worked out. So they're more similar than anything. So, uh, Stephen A. Smith is on TV and Lance is cussing him out like he can hear him through the TV. <laughs> um, then you just you see a... I'll be like, he's right. My husband does that. <laughs> really? But um, I love Stephen A. You know. <laughs> but um, so, oh, where was I? Oh, yeah. I want to laugh. Oh, he has about an idea. This. Like his light bulb pops up on his head. Oh, uh, what was it about Lance? Yeah. What's up? What did y'all, when y'all were watching this, what did y'all think his idea was? Exactly that. So I thought it. Well, I thought it was. I mean, knowing him, I thought he was either he was going to either go back to football or well, he tried the like being a talking head and it didn't work. That's why I was like, what is he trying maybe, to do? I'm maybe like, try his own show. I thought I thought he was going to go in the way he did. I I, I knew I was that he wasn't going to try to. I was like, there's no way he's going to try to play Because when he said, because he was, when he was talking to the TV, like Stephen A. Smith could hear him, he was just like, you've never stepped foot on a, uh, you've never uh, played a game in your life. And that's when he said, that's when you just saw the light bulb, like, bing. Which is why I was like, oh, he's going to start coaching. And boy, was I more on that later. Because so, Jesus. Uh-huh. So quickly, from the culture, this is new testing. They're trying Shelby, like serious Shelby, and the viewers love her. She gets a 93% positive rating. So, so serious Shelby is it, y'all? It's good. Um, meanwhile, Robin is, you know, just piddling around the house and she's in um, Harper's desk and picks up like one of his notepads because he's starting to scribble certain things down for his serious book. So she reads it and she's like, oh my God, Harper, this is beautiful. Okay, let's get the house. What? She a sucker. I was so disappointed. I was like, girl. Do you think it was planted? No. 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 Okay. No, I don't think it was planted. But she definitely was just like, like, oh my God, you write, is this what you're working for? And you need to go to the Upper West Side to write the rest of this book, even though you wrote this beautiful chapter in Harlem? Okay, let's get the house. Like, <laughs> it, it did not make so sense. It did give make- up on your principles. Like, well, girl, they ain't that strong. Like, right. And that's, 
And that is exactly the point because she was so serious about being in the community and doing all of this. And then she's, she reads a passage. She reads one paragraph. One paragraph. She reads one paragraph and it was just like, oh my God, if you're going to write more like this, we can move anywhere. Okay, girl. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's your point. Like, you sound even think about it. Nigga, you wrote that in Harlem. Mm. Then, then why does your logic say, I will go ahead and say, let's move to uh the new house but i think that was her guilt from the the cop thing from you need to you need to channel that guilt in other ways maybe yes. like uh i don't know do something different because that's ridiculous that's a little further pushback on robin who by the way was the one that wanted to move to san pedro island or whatever last right san pierre yeah san pierre last week is now uh, is now I want to be about a Harlem and right. like you was so willing to leave you was willing to leave the fucking country to be around people being around black people and I can yeah. understand yeah I get that telling niggas they help people she said she that is awesome mm. I'm gonna be honest with you when black people get money you don't want to be around more black people <laughs> Jawan is an example of that I'm gonna tell you right now Devin you've never been to my house. But they have estates down the corner, and if we get money, I'm just moving down the street. When do they start at? See, look how you. Oh, that's right. <laughs> look, I'll I'll send you. I'll send you the link. I'll send you the link, Jawan, because they, these houses would probably be your speed. There, some of them are four car garages. Oh, okay. See, yeah. look how. See, look how. He, <laughs> they get parked up. It's like he was like, talk to me nice. He was like, sub out all night. Like the, uh, oh. the, um, what's it called? The, uh, like, cause where I live, um, I'm, you can edit this out if you want to. I'm not going to say any like names, but like we live on an equestrian center. Mm, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's, it's pretty dope. It's pretty dope. I won't lie. Um, yeah. But I mean, honestly, the, more, the less know? black people, the better the neighborhood. My neighborhood is like 90% Negro and I love it. Like, Okay, I tell you what, we do have diversity. My neighbor's Dominican. <laughs> Those are just uh, like those are niggas. Like no, no, Dominicans right. ain't nothing but niggas who learn Spanish first. That's literally right. <laughs> just lighter. Niggas. They're niggas who learn Spanish first. So that they, if their first language is Spanish, that's their. And black people do get money and want to be around other black people because there's other black people with money. Oh really? Yeah. Will Smith and who? And Juwan? Oh, this nigger. <laughs> That's look okay. What what happened next? <laughs> Thank you, Sam. So, uh, oh yeah, let's just finish this out. Jordan gives this generic ass advice to Nicole, her um, oh, her like mentee. Your yeah, all the platitudes. Oh, just make sure you work hard, focus. Oh, never settle for less. And I'm sitting here like, girl, you took her out for this. Okay. Either way, Harper Q surprised Jordan along with Demetrius, and I know y'all saw this nigga. Do y'all remember him? Yes. From power. Clocked it immediately, and I was like, this nigga. I didn't know uh, who that was. He was I think his name was Terry. Terry. Yeah, he's Terry. Terry. That was Tasha's boyfriend. That wore the panties? Terry Silver. With the panties, yes. Without yeah. him. That was panties, yes. Um, that was panties. Really? Yes. Did he have a beard like that in power? No, he, Dang. no, he, I think he had a mustache, and that was Mustache. It. But either way, See, that nigga's so damn ugly. You ain't missing nothing. So anyways, but yeah, so uh, her ex comes up and yay. So they, 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 they reconnect. When the ex came up, it, 
Am I understanding this right that he just showed about the blue? Yes. Was like it kind of built like settle down. See, and that's what exactly what I was talking about, Sin. How it seemed like they cut shit out yeah. on them, left it on the floor. Like we just showed up from nowhere, like on here, you're out. Damn. Yeah, that does make sense. I didn't even think about it at the time, but that does make he just kinda like showed up and now he's like where did he come from? How is he he part of this story? Like what? I don't he's very stalker. She had her like run into him somewhere and and she was like, Y'all, I ran into so and so. Like there was no build up to that or them to be going on this date where she's like so you're serious. And then they're having to talk about being serious. And I'm like if I run into an ex and I even agree to go ha- grab a coffee with him because we ran into each other, I am not going to then have the conversation about us taking things to the next level. Like, what? Mm-hmm. Give me my yeah, no, absolutely not. You're an ex for a reason. Yeah. But as we end the episode, like, we already kind of talked about it. Uh, Lance is going back to football at his big age. <laughs> Hold up, is that Lance? My IG fam, you guys are going to be the first to hear this. Now I've discovered that the game that I love is a game that I have unparalleled passion for. To mark this day as the day Lance Sullivan officially returns to pro football. I am back, baby. Wow. I'm back. Oh my God. Oh my God, my dad loves him. He'll be so happy. Did I send him the right podcast? He's like, I'm telling my IG story first, y'all. I'm back, baby. And I'm sitting here like, go be a parent. (laughs) I legit, when it ended, I was like, what is my Your kids ain't got no mama. Children need you. You have your firstborn really needs you, but we gonna get into that. Second war. LJ? You guys realize at the same time? No, he calls LJ his firstborn. Really? Oh, I thought the dog was out. He calls LJ his firstborn. Okay. I'm sorry, Sid, what were you saying? I was saying when this dropped, who was it? Um, Terrell Owens, who was going to say, who was said he was going to go back to NFL? Yeah, he's been saying that for the last like, decade. Art needs to sit down. <laughs> sit yes. down. And there's a reason why his old ass is not out there. I would like to see it. <laughs> <laughs> so let's move on to episode four, The Invisible Man. Uh, written by Ayana Davis and directed by Malcolm D. Lee. Yep. So um, let's just go ahead on and get into it. Like we just started talking about Lance and we're going to get right back onto he's old as hell, but he's, he's, he's still got some moves. Mm-hmm. He's still got some moves and you see Bamani Jones, you got Jamel Hill, you got Carrie Champion, you got, what's his name, Michael um, Smith? Right, not Michael Smith, Michael Wright as Michael Wright, okay. Mike, no, it's Michael Smith. You're right. Michael Smith, okay, yeah. yeah. All of the main black sportscasters are on talking about Lance, and I actually really like. Don't forget that. about Maria Taylor's finance. Definitely that, Maria that, Taylor, yeah. That beautiful black woman. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they're waiting on. Also, him. she's like, a dog, old, but he can still ball. Wait, they didn't have Sage Steele. They did not have Sage. Steel. You know, I gonna hold you. Uh, I, I think she's problematic for a reason. I don't. Know I think she. I feel but like I used to have is. a big crush on her. Didn't that right? Stage Steel. Yeah. Now, what do y'all She did something. I don't know what she did. Jamel Hill or something with Jamel. Like, I had issues at ESPN and she's like, well, I didn't. Or wasn't it something like that? Like, yeah. I think she, she like dismissive or something. I don't know. Yeah. All right. We'll figure that out. Well, back at home at the Sullivan house, Lance gets LJ new Nikes. 
And he's like, listen, I want you to come with me to practice. And LJ's like, nah, I got to work. He's like, nah, skip that. You can come to practice, come see old man practice. And he's like, no, you told me not to flake on my responsibilities. He's like, you know what? You're right. I'll see you later. And then he finishes packing and he packs a pair of the ugliest heels I have ever seen. Now, I did not see him pack the heels. Yeah, I didn't see that either. I didn't see that. Yeah. I, I they, saw it. They had the clear, they were clear, the clear heel. They were boots with clear heels. Okay. Yeah. I just saw what he, that's what he was wearing later. I'm going to tell you right now. I don't know. Well, well I'm, let me save it. I'm going to save it because I have a lot to say about them. I also did this the part where they, they were talking about Lance on TV. The the part where Bomani Jones was like, uh, do something safer and be a drug dealer. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> Good fall. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. I was like, oh God. That was my favorite part. It was great. Girl, we go to um one of uh Q's hotels and these white men want to buy Spivey properties and still have him on to run everything, but they just want to buy buy him out. And um they the price is correct. They come correct with the price. Um so he tell um so he tells Merch about it at brunch. And um, they're talking about everything. And Merch is drowning and taking care of the girls while Candace pursues her career. We talked about that in the last episode. And Q was just like, listen, I understand that, but you really got to find some time for yourself too. Like you got to find, you know, you know, it's important to take care of your girls, obviously, but you still have to make some time for yourself. Find out what you like, do something for yourself. Um, and I want to do something for myself, but uh, Shelby's sex drive is through the roof and I'm tired. Mm. <laughs> it's like, I was so tired. And she walks in wearing like a leather coat with no panties on or something like that. And mm. he's, he's just looking like, oh God, is it one o'clock already? <laughs> do you have a- He had a blue pill on yeah. the first was just like, like, he was like, what? No. <laughs> does, it, does it look like I have any sex? Did you not hear the conversation we just had? <laughs> I felt so bad for him though. Merch, we're not getting no ass. Yeah, you gotta make time. You gotta make time for each other. You gotta take time for each other. He was like, "What? You're having sex <laughs> regularly?" So here comes the worst part of the episode. Yeah. Oh, um, this is mine. Uh, I'm sorry, but this is ours. I was here first. No, man, we were here. No, you weren't. Yes, we were. Decide, please. Uh, okay. Hey, ma'am, could, could you get your dog out of there, please? Don't you touch my dog. I did not touch your dog. It's all right, Taffy. Don't be scared. Oh, Taffy is scared now. Late, will you give me a break? Let it go, man. I need my fare. I am your fare. We, we are your fare. He's stealing my cab. Is anyone going to do something about it? Ma'am, no one is stealing anything. Don't. I'm here with my kids. This is our taxi. Don't you come near me. Don't you dare try and scare me. So now I'm scaring you help. and the dog. Help! Help! Oh, thank God. Officer! Oh, Officer. my. What's oh, going boy. on, ma'am? Officer? Hold on, sir. I'm talking to her. I'm trying to get home. I was here first when that man right there tried to put me out of my cab. That is not what happened. That is exactly what happened. Look, pal, she's all upset. It's just a cab. There's thousands on every block. I'm upset. I, and I understand that, but hey, I, yeah, I know. But making I'm... things worse. Are you... Dad, please. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. You're right, officer. We'll uh, catch another ride. Come on. We'll catch another ride. That's right, that's right. Let's go. Thank you for doing your job. Oh, come on, come on. Don't worry about Let's it. Go.
Merch and the girls start to get in the cab. One of the girls is sitting in the cab. The cab pulled up for them. And this white woman, oh, we just gonna call her Karen. Karen um, and her little dog, Fluffy, um, try to get the cab too. And the dog gets in the cab and she's just, uh, he's just like, I was here first. Y'all can catch the next cab. And so she starts crying and screaming, oh my God, he's trying to stop. Unless she goes full Karen. And then the cops get involved and you, obviously they don't listen to Merge. And Merge is like, bro, we were here first. And the girls are starting to look nervous and he's looking at the girls much like Robin should have done. Mm-hmm. And was just like, you know what? I want to leave alive. Let's just go, girl. We'll get another cab. What? And I understand that, that, is a, that that's, a, that's a hit to his pride. I get that. But you can, and he says this to Candace. He was like, well, I'm, I, I came home alive. And Candace was just like, don't joke about it. He was like, I'm not joking. You know, right. I'm not joking. And while these cops were trashed, you know, because they didn't want to, because they didn't listen to him, but they were also surprisingly reasonable because they just didn't want to deal. They didn't want to deal with her either. They were, they were like, like you know what? Like, bro, it ain't that deep. Just get another cab. I don't want to deal with her. Cab, bro. Honestly, but yeah. that's how I felt in the beginning. Why she, when she initially sparred off, like, I was here first. I would be like, come on. Um, bitch. I'm like, you know what? We're not going to deal with this bitch. Let's just go. This white lady. Because I'm not going to even have my kids have to see me argue with you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that's the only thing I felt in that scene. Because I rewatched it today. And I was just like, yeah, you took that way too far. Like, you mm-hmm. should not have anyone back. You could have probably said, okay, let's go. Maybe say one or two petty things and then call it like, okay, you know what? Go ahead and have the cab that I that I hailed for you. And yeah. then I probably would have just left because you know this is not your cab. Yeah. But, you know, like, and that's it. You know, don't let daughters like that shit that white women be doing. You know, I was exactly. just had that on our way to the next cab, but okay, yeah. Karen. Yeah. Yeah. Or you could have done, or you could have done what Q did and get your phone out. And get the badge numbers, but we'll get into that in a little bit. Um, yeah, it felt like he would. It's it was very um, indicative of his character because he played the victim. Yeah, he did. Like he kind of victimized himself in a way, and I hate to be like that. Like to give any like credit to that to the white lady, but- and he put it on the girls too because one of the one of the daughters has anxiety. Yes, really it was like. You could have cut that off way sooner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Merch tells Candace about it, and then somehow it goes back to the plant-based medicine dissertation. I don't understand how she did that. <laughs> I don't understand either, but Candace, girl, okay. I, we just gonna get through this. I hope y'all don't want to talk about this long. No. But her advisor hates it, and Merch thinks she should get an extra set of eyes, so she's gonna talk to another professor who says that, and she talks to another professor, uh, Dr temple i think and he says he'll read it and give some notes just email it okay anyway y'all got y'all got anything to say about that can we move can we move on right there just keep an eye out of this off just so anyways shelby wants botox that's not really going to come back either um oh q's dad hates the offer he hates the offer that those white men gave him because apparently he said like that they were racist or something like that and he was trying to find some newspaper about it but he couldn't find anything about that. So we don't know if that's true or not, but we'll see. Well, um, but he won't even look at the offer because he thinks uh, that Q's taking the easy way out. Which, uh, which, um, you, which 
you don't really take the first offer, but you should. But if you have a good product or if your business is viable at a certain point, then you go ahead and sell it. This is your baby. This is your baby. I mean, it is his baby, but at this point, did y'all realize that something was going on with his daddy? Or were y'all just no. like, not exactly. Not right then. They, not right they, then. They, they no. like he hurt his hand. But I right. figured that like he was just like, oh, you trying to tear up my company. I figured that was just that, you know. Okay. But um, so he, uh, Kennedy, Q and Shelby's daughter, it, <laughs> that girl is running game on. She is out like, here. Running game on Q. Talking about a, getting her a Chanel back was an investment opportunity. Shelby laughed. <laughs> I mean, but look, like, right? I'm not giving, my, I'm not giving a teenager that kind of investment opportunity. When she was just like, when she was just like, oh, and all the other white girls will make fun of me when I do. That's when that's when it did it right there. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, like I would have been like, we go into the store right now. Like, uh, well, I mean, what is he supposed? Learned them from those white girls at school. She played the race card. <laughs> right, you got, you got to do it at that point. Yeah, yeah, you kind of do. See, he played her like a. Fiddle, but uh, that's also, uh, I, I, I'm not being sexist, but so that was a lie that the Chanel bags absolutely it was he, she was just playing. Well, they, they yeah, no, no, it's she's right, no, she's right, no, but she was still playing with, she's still playing him. Yes. Oh, okay, uh-huh. she's playing him, but Devin, if you would a girl and you want to invest in her, buy her a Chanel bag, it's gonna be worth something later. Oh, the sin. That's so we, sweet. Yo, we just went. That. We just went through a hard tote bag thing. Pay for it. Ooh, Devin. It looked like sin got dimples. I, I, you don't think I already peeped? Um, <laughs> <damn. laughs> I've already peeped. But uh, yeah, like I just went through the whole tote bag thing. Like, isn't that what you what the ladies are liking now? Uh the Tel Telfar bags from is that Mark Jacobs? No, that's Telfar is the brand. This is the brand like those are the tote bags. <laughs> No, it says the tote bag on it. Oh, I actually don't know. I don't know about that. I got to look it up. Yeah, they're like Mark Jacobs uh, versus mm-hmm. birthday coming up. Got to look it up. So moving on, 4 a.m. So, and Jordan and, uh, is on her. San and Jamel are not into Mark Jacobs. Noted. No. I like Mark Jacobs. Okay. Oh, okay. So San, uh-huh. you're a, a Chanel girl and Jamel, where are you? Um, I actually like a lot of Kate Spade. I thought Jamel was going to say a while. And Ted Baker. I am a huge Ted Baker fan. You didn't catch my my shade. What would you say? I said you carry a wallet because you're a dude. That doesn't even make sense. Because you don't have a purse. You carry a purse, you just carry a wallet because you're a dude. That doesn't even make sense. <laughs> you know, you're hard. It was funny. Where? All the time. You don't cry. I don't you don't think going out for coffee is a date. You're like no, a dude. Going out for coffee is a date. Or ice cream. Going out for right. ice cream, that's not a date. That is definitely uh, a date. That's right. Anyway. Uh, so you know what Jamel's can be uh, dude-ish sometimes? Do you want? I ain't saying shit, nigga. I mean, you you claimed her about her. Uh... I did tell her to put on some makeup. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> you definitely did. <laughs> Listeners. I don't have my makeup today. And I just damn sure want him to say. Yeah, no, that, Juwan's problematic. He is. Yes, yeah, you should feel offended because she didn't dress up for you. I didn't dress up for you. I put on a wig. I, I was wondering. I was like, what is that? It's when I came out I of a wig. I thought that was a wig, but, I, you know, I'm a feminist, so you bought it, so it's yours. I didn't but, know because Jamea has a lot of hair. So I, I didn't have a lot of hair. Not like that. 
no no my hair's not this long but i'm i twisted my hair up and i didn't want to look like buckwheat on the podcast so you would have did it was just us right <laughs> no because i would no juan would have canceled the entire podcast until <laughs> she comes in wait a minute a full face and heels right turn you turn your camera off that's what he was saying <laughs> <laughs> Well, I can't do this and look at you like that. Right. One is problematic. Let's look. You got them silly braids or whatever. That's because he don't live around black people. That's why he broke. Mm-hmm. I just found out something true. It's like, do y'all know what a kitchen is? A what? Oh, you talking about the yes. bathroom? I had never heard that until I actually don't have this week. What? You never heard of that? Mine. I had mine? never heard of that. I don't have kitchen. You get lined up, Jamil. Uh no 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 but like my mine's very mine's fine but it's like baby hair back here. So you ain't got beady beads. Yeah, I used to call it a. I had I had a spoon. Okay, I had a spoon. I had never heard that. I'm like, oh shit. You never heard that? No, not until I guess this is when I should be like, I got Andy in my back. Oh, I don't know. Whatever. I just don't. Yeah, whatever. That's what it is. Mm. Okay. Um. The more you anyway. Have- yeah. But yes, Jordan wakes up at 4 a.m. to get ready to go to school, to school, really work. And Demetrius meets her Creepy. and brings her coffee. And it's like, you have 56 minutes because on this day you do this. And on this day you do this. And I'm like, this is scary. That was yes. right. What, this this is Joe funny. from you. <laughs> this is Joe from you. Okay. You trying to do like, I don't know. I feel like this sometimes when women be talking about like apply pressure. Don't apply this kind of pressure. <laughs> Mm-hmm. This is a little too much pressure. Well, so, okay. Here's the thing. So, you you want men to pay attention to these small details. Okay. They're, they down to the minute. I don't know. Don't, don't don't tell them you pay attention to the small. Yeah, details. all you got to be like, I know, like I know you're about to go to work, but I know you have a little time. How about we just do this? I That's don't all have the coffee drink. You didn't have to put everything else. Oh, don't surprise me outside my front door. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's crazy. Uninvited. On my way to work. On my way to work. That's scary. That would be scary in and of itself. And it's not Tuesday because you do Peloton on Tuesdays. I'm like, okay, bro. Yeah. No, 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 no. But if for some reason you called, it was just like, hey, let me give you a ride to work in the morning. That's fine. And And let's chat it up on your way. That's that's pressure. Not I'm going to stalk you. <laughs> but I will say this rooftop breakfast was gorgeous watching the sunrise. Although I will say that some women like toxic men like that because the whole Well, Juwan's married, obviously so. Right, because this whole Christian Grey thing in, uh, what's that movie called? Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, he's awful. He's kind of like. Horrible, yeah. And women love him. That girl was really, had a lot of low self-esteem too. Yeah. Well, I need to. Uh, like toxic. Yeah, we'll watch it. How how high is your self-esteem set? Very high. Right on. Mm. Y'all need to do it, Devin. Mm-hmm. So apparently Demer- Demetrius broke uh, Jordan's heart in college, but now he's trying to get back in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was this uh, before or after she would have fucked Tay Diggs? Probably during. But she never had sex with Tay Diggs. That's no, I know, but they, they wanted to. Yes, they, it was always one of those. They always got interrupted. But anyway, uh, let's go to the farmer's market, y'all. And can Robin go to the prop, uh, farmer's market? And, and she has a new produce guy named Jaha, which is the stupidest name ever. Listeners, I'm sorry if your name is Jaha. But um, like, yo, she's she is openly flirting with Jaha in front of Candace. 
She ain't shit. I think she hooked up with him. Absolutely. Oh, you should see his prune juice. Like, what? Right. Look how he chooses mushrooms. He's almost called her out her name. Like, she's doing a lot. Like, I like it. I didn't like that either. That was um. And Candace clapped it too. She was looking like. It took. What's she trying? Yeah. Well, so I feel like Candace was being a little bit of a hater because I'm gonna be honest. If my homegirl bring me to her crush, even if she married, I'm about to just be like, "Oh yeah, girl, he's cute." Like, that's your friend. I'm not gonna tell her to go cheat. But if she like, girl, this is where I go get my like. Yeah, I get my produce from my He's so fine, but that's it. See, that's that. That's that Sagittarius. Come well, out. You know, that is true. <laughs> 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 like, yes, girl, he gets high like. As long as you stay not six feet away, you can you can look as much as you want. As long as you six feet away, don't mm, don't. We're not talking like that. No. Yeah, she was talking extra, but I just. You know. So the fellas come to watch Lance at football practice, which okay. Um and the younger plans, younger players are giving <laughs> less. Shit. I thought that was so lame. Like, what was the point of that? Like, go, go. Don't y'all have work? Mm. Have y'all watched this league play house mini football games? Like, what? All right, like I'm not gonna go see him practice. But anyway, a real friend would have been like, get your ass from out of there, out there. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and even while like, they're watching him no practice, man, you ain't got no right. well, They're watching him practice, but they're not even talking about. They're not even watching because he's still talking about Karen. And this is when Q was like, okay, well, at least you got a videotape. No, at least you got the badge number. No. So whatever, we talked about that. <clears throat> so LJ walks into the MSNBC office wearing heels, makeup, and I'll tell you, this coat was fabulous. I would wear that coat. Your afternoon cappuccino. Well, thank you. <laughs> and do you want to tell me what we have here besides the most fabulous hottie toddy Fendi? Well, before I was just giving a little taste and now I'm leaning in. Okay, well, I see all that. And in case you were wondering or haven't figured it out yet, I'm non-binary. My true pronouns are they, them, mm. and I've been wanting to tell you for a while. Oh, sweetie pie, thank you. It's, I... <laughs> <sighs> so... <laughs> oh, boy. So, LJ, tell me this. Did you just wake up this morning and decide to put that on and walk outside just like that? I mean, sort of. Why? You said I could wear what I want. No, you absolutely can. I'm, I'm, I'm proud of you. You look great. Does your dad know? Look, I think your mom would have been completely supportive. But you know your dad. He can be a whole other alpha male, intolerant story. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. No, you're not. And no, I haven't figured out how to tell him yet. I can help you do that. LJ, your father loves you. And he needs to know this side of you. I got you. They tell Jordan that they're non-binary. Jordan congratulates them on finding themselves and it's wonderful. And my whole point right here is, okay, you're non-binary. Awesome. You are still a person that has the ability to grow facial hair. Do it. <laughs> Do it. Oh what do you mean? 
I have a thing. I don't trust black men that don't have facial hair. I understand they're non-binary. I understand that. But they are still a person that has the ability to grow facial hair. Do it. Mm. All I know like I, still that is still aligning them with that's them. my one that's my one toxic part. Oh, that's your one toxic just, okay, just that's one, my one toxic part. Just one Hey nigga. Oh right, my bad. No, but no, that's that's my one toxic trait. Yeah, like, I, I don't that one toxic Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah, her. Beep, 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 beep. I told y'all my radar was going off. Oh my god, I knew it. I knew it. Gay. I didn't know he was gonna be. Yeah, I definitely thought they were gonna be gay. I texted them immediately. Yeah, I thought they were gonna be gay, but yeah, I did not see this coming, and that's why I said it was teetering on the edge of too much. But then again, we've never seen this in any type of show before where they addressed. Like none of Biden's, explain it in a way for Gen X to understand yeah. it, right? Because yeah. Jordan was—I mean, Jordan got it because she works at NBC. NBC, NBC. They gonna get she gonna understand that, but so she's talking to them and she's just like, "You need to tell your daddy." We gotta I don't figure know out a way to it is, but you need to tell right. your daddy. And like I said, I still think they need to grow facial hair. Okay, you're non-binary. That means you're both you're both man and woman. That's great. You still have the ability to grow facial hair. Do it. Well, I will say this: the story taking this route is where I started to feel like this needed to be more than one series. Absolutely, one a season because it's just too much. That's when I started to be like, y'all are doing a lot, mm-hmm. and I don't know how you think you're gonna do all of it. Everything you're coming to do in Eight episodes or however many episodes it it involves him. I'm like, that's a lot to unpack. More on that later when we get uh, to Raven's feedback. Mm, oh mm-hmm. God! So Dr. Temple liked Candace's dissertation, yay! And uh, he's coming to their fundraiser dinner, and she is busy trying to get the house together to make sure it looks good because she's trying to impress this dude. How did Harper's books? Mm, yeah, the Bumper G ones. Yeah, mm-hmm. apparently it worked. It worked though. But yeah, that's so, stupid. I wanted to say, like, yeah, I know a successful author. I know a best-selling author. Yeah, I know him. I know him. Yeah. So Miss Ursula is um Q's dad's like secretary or like personal assistant. And she's concerned about the dad because he's fallen twice in a week and he's overpaid Ursula and is like, I'm not you, I'm not giving that back. But uh That's my bonus. Yeah, I still am concerned. Um so more on that later. Football practice. We back in football practice. And Lance gets hurt like immediately and the rookies start laughing. So um, the coach is just like, bro, you're old, but Mm. you're not too old to be an assistant coach. Which is what he should have been doing in the first place. That's literally, it should have been the first thing. Which also, you you have to guide them there. Mm -hmm. Uh, This goes to my favorite baseball movie, uh, Major League Two, when Tom Berenger's character goes out. Never heard of her. I think I have seen that one actually. Jesus, Jesus. Uh, well, anyway, he tries out for the team, and he goes into the manager's office. He's like, "You keep it three catchers." He's like, "Not really, nigga." He's like, "I just didn't want to cut you, but we need you to ever feel." And then he's like, "I hate y'all." So we moved to uh, Q's daddy's house. And the dad will not let Q in he, because, uh, like, Shelby's just like, "Can I come in? You can come in without him." <laughs> so 
they basically sneak in the house like yeah. another way and it is in disarray there are papers everywhere nobody's been cleaning and q starts crying you're like you can't live like this what would bob say and everybody starts screaming at each other and he's like you know what do whatever you want to do i don't i'm sharper now than i was at both of your ages one man's mess is another man's paradise by whose definition is this paradise i know where everything is including the article about the racist that Quentin wants to sell the company to. Wait till I no, find that. Nobody cares about that, Dad. I, we care about you. That's why we're here and you living in a goddamn big star. Don't you raise your voice at me. I'm your daddy. Yes, you're my dad, but you're old and you're not taking care of yourself. You're living like a goddamn animal. You better be animal. understanding what you're talking about. Like oh, hey! Stop. Both of you. Thank you. I'm sorry. I didn't know it was like this, man. Can you imagine what Mom would have thought if she saw this? Do what you want. stuff with the business whatever oh dad wait terrence howard acting his motherfucking ass off you bad man good job in that scene i felt it mm. this nigga cried he showed it cried i started getting emotional i was like nigga don't make me cry oh, that shit was sad it was sad yeah Having a parent, you know, watching your parents get older, that's a hard, that's a hard. It is so hard. You do, you kind of are like, what are you, what are you doing? Especially when they start doing stuff that is contrary to their normal character and behavior. Like, what? Yeah, because yeah, that's not who you grew up with. Yeah, you'd never yeah. prepare for it. So Q, Shelby, and Kennedy start to clean up the house. And, you know, uh, Kennedy stopped. being to... punished? Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> Cause you don't need no, another damn Chanel bear, but um, Kennedy's talking to Grandpa uh, about all the old black people, the old the old famous black people that he knew. That he's apparently he was friends with um, Sidney Poitier and a couple of other people, and so Kennedy and Granddaddy start bonding. What's that famous movie that he did, Killing Mockingbird? What? Guess who's coming? No, no, you totally off. Guess who's coming to death? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. You know what I'm talking about. Like, yeah, the book, that old movie that he was famous Wait, for. no, pause. <laughs> what? To Kill a Mockingbird. Wait, who's in To Kill a Mockingbird? First of all, To Kill a Mockingbird is a, a white oh, man. Oh, I don't even know who that is. <laughs> oh, my God. Stephen Poitier did Guess Who's Coming to Dinner. That's the black and white movie, right? Yes, or in the yeah. end of the night, you could say, too. It was in that? To serve with, with love. To serve with love. That was the end of the night movie. Mm. Yeah, he did the name. Uh, yeah. There was a TV show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, TV show. Mm-hmm. You used to watch it with our grandmothers. My auntie, yeah. Yes, R.I.P. to Sidney Poitier. He died uh, about a year ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just a little just a little over a year ago, so R.I.P. Um, all right. Back was I allowed to do a moment of silence for Sidney Poitier? Yes, and we can do uh, a real one. All right, that's enough. There we go. So... Uh, Robin and Candace are chatting and, and Candace is like, okay, that's cute. Okay. That's cute. You need to be careful. I mean, 
And Robert is just like, oh, no, I know he's beautiful. And, you know, I, like, he has such a joyous, infectious energy and all this stuff. But I just like talking to him. And he was telling me about Ghana. And, you know, I just, and, and like Candace is sitting here like, okay, be careful. So is this what he was like? I told my girl, hop on that thing because mm. your husband ain't shit. Like he's not giving you attention. <laughs> so, I'm loving everybody's toxic trait. Like he's flirting with you, <laughs> especially you knowing how home do be flirting with Jordan and shit. I, I've been the problematic friend. Oh yeah, with Jordan. Yeah, and why was he eating that stuff like that? We'll get to it later. We'll get to it. We'll get those meaty and flavorful mushrooms. If they right. said that one more time, I was gonna throw my TV. Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> so we get to the. So we get to the fundraising dinner. And it's going very, very well. But Candace is being a little neurotic about everything about Dr. Temple. He, she just really wants to impress him. And um, Dr. Temple is chatting with Merchant. He's like, yeah, I know all the things that you've been doing with, with opening the schools and everything. That's really, really wonderful. And, you know, you got to do what you got to do because these white folks are fucking crazy. And you got to find a way to channel all the anger because I know everybody can be angry around white folks. And also he was talking about like just planting seeds. Right. And he was also talking about some about the interns or something like in the two step. Mm -hmm. oh, Devin, yeah, I, I love ask, a good two step. Yeah. I wanna ask Devin, what kind of vibes did you get off of uh, Dr. Temple in this scene? I honestly don't even remember him. Okay. okay. Good to know. All right. Well, Jordan gets LJ a Cartier watch as a coming out gift. And they're still nervous about telling his dad. They'll telling their dad. I'm listeners. I'm so sorry. I'm really trying to get the pronouns right. Um, I am a work in progress, but I'm trying. Um, anyway, feminists and they supporters and of all this with that. <laughs> yes, we he said are. They supporters. I don't know what else to say. I mean, yeah, but we We're are. The Dwayne Wade's a podcast. Little <laughs> Boosie, your Boosie. Oh yes, mm -hmm. no, no, absolutely not. Right. But anyway, they're still nervous to tell that because, you know, we all know how Lance is. We just know how Lance is. And they still don't even know if, like, they know they're good at football. They know they're good at football, but they just don't. That's not really what they want to do. Yeah. So they're still, they're also nervous about telling Lance that. Oh, God. We're back to Candace and the fucking paper. Okay. Her um advisors. Okay. Dr. Temple's going to be Candace's advisor. Yeah. Let's just put it that way. Mm -hmm. I'm going to skip all the fruit fruit. And he's just like, I'm going to be harder on you than she was. And uh, yeah. <laughs> so Merch um, wants to like Merch is talking to his daughters because like I said, one of them has anxiety. So she's just like, I just want to make sure you're, you know, OK with everything that happened with the cab and that crazy white bitch. Um, like, Nigga, what are you talking about? Like. And the other one is just like, girl, did you see what Rihanna posted on TikTok? Like, yeah. they they not worried about it. Cause I'm like, big are you okay? Kids bounce back fast, you know? Right. Yeah. But I mean, I'm glad you checked on them. But, you know, it's good to check on them. But if they ain't worried about it, all right, cool. Well, because that was mostly him anyway. It was him. It was him. Kids as like, you know, a, an excuse and a shield for his own lack of action. Yeah. That's exactly what that was. Yes. So, hey kids, you're fine. So we get back to LJ. LJ tells Lance that they do not want to do football anymore. And and he and they said it in a really nice way. They're just like, I want to make you proud, but football's just not my dream. And he goes upstairs and I'm sitting here like, don't walk away. Y'all need to talk about that. Like, don't let's let him. You let know, him walk away. Like, no, come back here. I want to talk about what your dream is. Tell me what you're about. Like, yeah. Yeah. And he just 
Like he just let them walk away. Like, bro, nah, let's sit down. Tell me what you want to do. That was like, a perfect opportunity. Yeah. And, you know, even then you could have told, they they could have told him, uh, uh, they could have told him that they're not binary. You know, so I mean, I'm going to be real with y'all. That though, too. I feel like kids, when they have something to tell you, they tell you. They give you the lesser of bed. Yeah. The little thing first, and depending on how you respond to the little thing, that's how you. And he didn't even have time to respond to that. Mm-hmm. Cause he walked away. I would have been more hurt if they walked away. them them quitting football in the first place. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. So okay, big deal. You're non-binary, but nigga, for real, <laughs> you really gonna like, quit? Let's bro. You can be non-binary on the man. Place. Play football, right? And you know, see, Lance could have Lance like listen. You could be the first non-binary person. Yeah, they would like that would have been cool, right? I don't care about the non-binaries if you're still right. a kid, you're still playing football though. Like right. that's what I just said on like that because apparently like, it's, uh, they are good. They're good. Yeah, they're really good at football, but that's just not what they want to do. Fine, but if you're gonna have Lance be a hard ass, like like, and you don't want to be him to be like a jerk to his son, yeah, kid, you, you I would have been like, yeah, but that would have just been funny. That would have been funny. I would have laughed at it, but yeah. That would have been funny. So, uh, oh God. We get a close-up on Jaha's mouth. Why? Fine. This shit is crazy. I'm like, what are we doing? They didn't even eat you like this in the menu. You see him chewing, and it's like an ASMR <laughs> like lover's dream because he's just chewing. Ooh. Ooh. This is so sneaky. I haven't. Did you leave my notes? I have splash waterfalls. Oh, okay. yeah. I'm just like, oh, do you want another one? Is the Ant-Man trailer on? What is happening? Is it? No, I was saying that would be how you react to the Ant-Man trailer. Don't, don't, don't. Which, by the way, this game is out of hand. Can we please get to it? I'm literally only watching for the Ant-Man trailer, and I feel like we're going to be done before it comes on. All right. But, yeah, that's how you that would be on the phone. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> The Last uh, of Us. Well, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But anyways, um, Merch go. Merch sees Karen in the street, and he starts daydreaming. And I'm gonna just go through the daydreams. One, they get into a big ass fight. Two, Merch cusses them out and compares, you know, them to how Emmett Till was treated, Trayvon Martin was treated. And she just starts crying hysterically. And that's when all the white people are just like, "Why would you make this poor little white woman feel bad?" So they start running after him. And even the crying white woman starts screaming like she's like running down the street. <laughs> that made me laugh. Now for next, the last one, um, Merch approaches them and all the Karens go up and they're just like, no, don't rape me. Oh no, I don't have any money. And so like, then they all start to beat him up. And then the police come by and start to beat him up. So he's just like, you know what? I'm just gonna walk past and call it a day, which is what she should. What are the chances that she would have even remember him? Not at all. Probably slim to none. Right. Okay. Because it's also Juwan. Have you seen that movie, that Emmett Till movie? No, I have not. My friend actually did photography on that, but I. Of course they did. We already do that. You can rent it for twenty bucks. It's where on twenty bucks? Twenty. Twenty. Twenty American dollars. Right, American. It's on Prime. Yeah. Like, when was it in the theater? I don't like. I I wanted to see. I mean, I'm going to see it, but I did not want to watch it in theaters because I don't want to be in public crying. I'll get to it. Oh, okay. Oh, yes. I, I, I will definitely cry. 
So this is the last little bit, and then we're going to wrap up the show, y'all. But um, Merch sees, is what Merch is watching ESPN, and he sees like MMA, and he's just like, ooh, light bulb. So we'll see what happens. This nigga better not get his ass whooped next episode. To stay tuned and find out next week. Because these things uh, are wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, when the professor was like, that rage. Mm-hmm. You got to find a way to channel that rage and that anger. Go to one of those, what are those rooms called where you break shit? Rage rooms, but I heard those are not healthy for you either emotionally and mentally. Because you could, what, could you think you might bring it home? Yes. Okay. Oh, you want to start breaking you just start bringing your. I'm gonna break my shit. That's white people would. That's the reason. Child, right. Bound and you know how much shit I got. Yes, exactly. Like, All right. It's hard for my stuff. My body. I'm not even gonna smack the. I'm not gonna even smack my stuff with a pillow. Yeah. It's like those videos. Like where I, if we, if you haven't can't tell, saying I love sports, but it's like when you watch those videos of those people seeing their teams lose and they break their TVs. That's the dumbest shit I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Right. I've absolutely. I, I can't have sex with my teen years. Oh, Devin. I'm dead serious. I I cannot perform. But break my shit? I can break my own shit. No. Right. So I never told y'all that story. How like my uh, ex thought I was cheating on her because I couldn't perform after a certain teen loss. What? Devin. I couldn't I couldn't do the sex because my Devin. teen lost. Is he thought I was cheating on her. Was this recent? No. You really love sports. I do, I do. Hey, I, uh, I'm flourishing right now. Every, hey, my teams are. Do you not see that, Jamil? Yeah. Anyway, so oh wait, Devin, the one that you texted me is this Ravens feedback? Yes, it is. Okay, all right. Well, we do have a little bit of feedback, y'all. I'm gonna go ahead and just run through Ravens. I didn't want to ask for specifics because it could have been a little spoiler. And I, I understand. Knows. Right. Okay. So she just has a small, just a small, very small feedback. She says. I think his dad overreacting and need to let him live his truth. He ain't getting fucked in the ass on TV. What the or fuck? Or Now. Ma'am. Yeah. How did we get here? How did we get here? Silly. He was born a feminist. Oh man! Wait, wait, what she say? I'm gonna read it again. Okay. He deserves to be read again. In the ass, I was like, wait, what? Hold on. I think his dad is. I think his dad overreacting and need to let him live his truth. I'm saying he and him because this is what's written. Okay. He ain't getting fucked in the ass on TV. He was born a feminist. I don't. Where's me, thing? I don't. I didn't want to ask for specifics because I didn't know if I'd get spoiled about something. But that was her feeling. <laughs> so when we when we finish, I will get this. I will get her to elaborate on the feedback. That is the greatest feedback ever. That well, maybe she did mean he was born a feminist. I don't. Why? Oh my God, that might have been the y'all, y'all. Wow, crying so, right now. We will get clarification later, but I have to. I didn't want to. I didn't want to get spoiled because I was the one had tears streaming down his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, it's the, it's the thing. It's the trailer. Oh, that's 
My nipples could cut glass. Diamonds. Oh my god. One spoiler uh, for Sin, he has his arms. He has he, he has his arms out in the trailer. That's all I'm saying. I'm glad y'all enjoyed it. I will enjoy it when I see it when it comes whenever it premieres. I'm gonna say one thing. I'm gonna text my mother oh, so she can babysit. Okay. Let's start for girls. We yeah, that's my birthday. I will say one thing. I was worried about how he would look in the costume. Fucking fantastic. Oh, okay, he's talking about uh, Kang? Kang. Yeah, I thought it might. I was wondering. You know Kang is in it, right? Jamar? He knows that. I do know okay. Kang is in it. Okay. Okay. I, Sin, I don't know if you know, but he doesn't watch trailers. Oh, you don't? I won't watch he it. Doesn't... I'm going to watch it after. No, yeah, no, he doesn't watch trailers. Devin and I are trailer heads. Right. I don't watch trailers for Marvel movies or anything I'm going to see in the theater. Oh, scare is gonna be um, comical, but do we have any more feedback, Chuan? We do have a bit, a tiny bit, just a little back, just a little bit, in the in the in the voicemail from longtime listener of the show, Brittany. And hey, girl. Hi, beautiful black people, and Devin. <laughs> it's your girl, Brittany. I know. I literally just fell off the face of the earth. Um, but just a quick update. Between me moving, me being engaged, and I'm planning a wedding in October, and me being halfway done with my master's degree, explains why I may have just fell off the face of the earth for a while. But I am so excited to be giving work feedback and talking to wonderful people about wonderful black shows. <laughs> um I've already binged the entire series uh, for uh, Best Man. And so I was very much excited to go back and rewatch these episodes. So um, I just finished episodes three and four. And I, three, I think so far out of the watch has been my favorite episode. Um, and how for me, communication wise, how I'm going to break it down is by the, the females on the cast because they're all tied to at least one or two of the men on the cast. So it just makes it easier and breezier for me. Um, kind of starting with like the not as interesting to the, I have the most shit to say about this character. <laughs> um, starting with Candace. Candace going back for her, her PhD girl. Girl, I understand this role wholeheartedly as I prepare for the next semester of my life. Um, I understand Candace going back, expanding her education, wanting to do more, especially after kind of seeing where she was at headspace-wise in the first two episodes. Um, but I like how with Candace and Merch, they did the reverse, where in most TV shows, it's the man going back and trying to figure out his career, and the woman is at home trying to figure out who she is outside of being a homemaker. And I like that they reverse it where Merch is like, well, I don't know what I want to do for myself. I'm so dedicated to making sure my household is okay. Da 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 da. And Candace, I know what I want. I'm going back for my degree. So uh, as we get more into the episode, we get closer to the end. I'm very excited to see the relationship change and bloom and Merch and Candace both be different people than what we see them at the beginning of the show. Um, and March with his interaction with the Karen, it just 
kind of reminding us of the uncomfortability of interactions with with white people who feel their privilege and their mouth is literally a customer service line and they feel they can say or do whatever the fuck they want which we're gonna put a pin in that that's a different story for a different ball um jordan love jordan relate heavily especially episode three um where Owen, i'm not sure if jabelle can relate as a black woman in any working space or environment one mess up and literally it's like held over your head for like almost your entire career so that as papa pope said in scandal because i'm re-watching scandal it's like you work twice as hard to get at least half of what your other counterparts who are non-black get at that point in time um but seeing jordan be a boss lady is awesome and as we progress in her storyline i'm excited to communicate as being a boss lady comes with consequences especially as your health as a black woman which i experienced personally myself um her and lj's storyline i it's like the beginning of it but i really do enjoy it she is there for him and oh, well there for them easy use of proper pronouns is there for them and wanting them to feel comfortable in the space so they can feel themselves um kind of connecting with lance a bit um lance trying to find himself the commercial had me cackling cackling him fighting with Stephen a cackling it was so funny him going back in the giants colors sidebar my dad is a huge giants fan grew up around all of it i don't have any football so there that is that on that period um but just seeing him kind of develop himself into what he wants as an individual was really impressive however it's interesting for as swan said last time like why aren't you with your kids and absolutely the kids are teenagers so they probably don't want to be around him like that understandably but it's kind of like with merch kind of sticking with the kids when he came to the way where Lance like I just want to figure myself out I don't want to raise the kids I just want to do me and so a little contrast here and there and then him putting all that pressure on LJ to basically be a version of him because he doesn't have anything else outside of that because he has been so praised and worshipped because of who he is it's going to be interesting to see as the show goes on I won't say much it'll be interesting um and jordan and homeboy i know homeboy's from uh power i didn't really watch power i just loved y'all's reviews i remember him on the live taping of i forgot what like uh, jesus christ something with john legend that he wanted his he got um but i don't like him <laughs> the actor is cool but the character just even before knowing what i know what happens I just don't like that he's trying too hard. And maybe that's the Aries in me. It's like, boy, you're doing too much. I appreciate the breakfast on the top of a building. and know my schedule. But I'm like, you are doing a lot. Can you take 10 steps back? Because you're just doing too much. Um, Shelby. As I call them light skin love. Oh, I've turned Howard and I forgot the actress name. They have such amazing chemistry. It is crazy. And it's really good to see them together. Shelby started her own thing, wanting to be taken more seriously. And then her having that heart to heart with um with Q's character saying, like, people gonna 
you were awesome. I, I really think as the show progresses, they have like the best character development out of all of the characters on the show. Um, I do feel as though they did drop the storyline with like them telling the daughter, like, oh, he's your daddy. It's kind of like, yeah, maybe it's me and maybe I'm used to drama. I feel as though there should have been a little bit more, just a little bit more. That's just me personally. Um, but I, I think especially for their storyline, these past three or four episodes, what hit me were the two things. One, with um, getting uh, the daughter the bag, I was like, first of all, a 16-year-old needs not get herself a 5,000 Chanel bag. I, I'm saving up for one, and girl, you don't need one. You don't have, I work two jobs, and you don't work none. So no, I think also for Q, it's a little bit of guilt because he wasn't around, and then when she was like, all the other white girls were making fun of me. He's like, oh, hell no. I was like, you use that, you use that for your advantage. I'm not mad at it. But you ain't, you 16, you ain't getting no $5,000 back. Absolutely not. And then with Q's dad, I think, especially during the pandemic, it's realizing and we get older, realizing our parents are, are getting older and that it's a very hard to swallow like okay you're, my parent can't take care of themselves I have to step in and tell them it's it's time and and as we all have older black parents <laughs> it's not easy to tell older black person who's lived lived a life that you can't do this not it's not simple not at all whatsoever <laughs> um but I really did enjoy that storyline of just we're getting older and our parents need us to step in sometimes and tell tell them what to do because they they can't take care of themselves and it's, it's our time so but i i do enjoy q and shelby storyline as we progress and last but not least robin i remember tayday's character but I, he's I, I forget his name he got on my nerve Robin will always be second fiddle. We've known this since the first Best Man movie. She will always be second fiddle to Neil Long's character. And Robin knows this 1,000%. And and not to blame or shame, but girl, you knew this going forward, knowing what you knew, and you still said yes to this man's wedding proposal in front of everybody. And you went through with this wedding. So I'm like, you, a girl... And so now she wants, she's finding herself, she's figuring out who she was. Because in the first couple movies, she didn't know who she was. Now she knows who she is and what she wants as a as a person, an individual, a woman, a black woman, which is very important. But her and her partner don't don't match. They don't communicate because it's it's not working. Especially the third episode where he went looking at house. I'm like she hates this fucking house. This house is not her. But Homeboy wanted to moving on up to to the east side and there was no communication but he was able to communicate with jordan because jordan is who he wants not robin just saying you you'll never win being the second choice and then the comments she made like well you can't just rush me i was like girl girl we'll get there so you can't just rush me to make this decision out of the sky i was like i was like okay that's cool and I have a little bit of sympathy because my my fiance has a very has a personality very much like Robin. So I have a little bit more probably more sympathy than I've seen online and through social media of everyone just being aggravated with Robin. So 
that's my personal take. Um, but my feedback has been so, 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 so long. I cannot wait to keep going with you guys in this journey. I'm sad you guys didn't do White Lotus because White Lotus, oh, that feedback, oh, White Lotus second season was bomb. But if there any other possibly crazy white people shows, please, please, re please review them so I can talk shit. All right, guys. Bye. Thank you. Th Congratulations, Brittany. Thanks, Thank you, Brittany. Congratulations. And listeners, since Anchor hates me and I don't get notified that feedback gets left on the Spotify until a couple of days after we record, I'm going to go ahead and I'll read that now. So the episode poll is who is your favorite character from the best man film and TV series? The choices were Harper, Jordan, Quentin, Shelby, Lance, Merch, and Candace. Rest in peace, Mia. And 100% of listeners say that Jordan is their favorite character, which was kind of shocking because I figured it'd be Quentin. So the episode Q&A, what do you think about this episode? Shanna says, I don't agree about Robin. Moving to the island would have been fine. Harper can write anywhere. The show is overinflating a writer's involvement in adapting a book to a movie. Thank you, Shanna, for that. Um, I would say that I think Harper... Is surely be putting a lot of the pressure on himself to make the movie a success. And that is probably fueling his motivations this season. I, I agree that he can write from anywhere, but I think that he himself is trying to be more involved because he's his baby and he has more stakes in this. So I think that's what they're going for. Uh, but thank you very much. I do agree. And the other bit of feedback comes from Will. Will says, I love these characters. It feels like I went to school with them. So these episodes were like a reunion. Q and Shelby are a trip. Yes, somehow she was even more annoying in the, than in the films this episode. Thank you very much for your uh, feedback, Will. I don't know. I don't know if she was more annoying. I do. I think she's a sincere character. I do like her growth overall. And last bit of feedback comes from our Patreon from a friend of the show, Candice. She says, um, this is regarding episode one and two. This episode made me go back and watch the first two movies. This series was even better written than I remembered. Chef's Kiss to the Movies. This Peacock series, the first two episodes were enjoyable and true to the characters. We have grown to love. Can't wait until y'all discuss the next episodes. I have opinions. Happy New Year to my favorite podcast crew. Happy New Year, Candace. We appreciate you and your patronage. You can leave us feedback by emailing us at etopod at gmail.com. I repeat, etopod at gmail.com or on our voicemail line at 205-304-1655 where I would either read or play aloud on air. But as always, listeners new and recurring, we appreciate every single one of you for tuning in to us. As a favor, we do ask you to please take a couple of minutes of your time and leave us a star rating and review 
on Apple Podcasts slash iTunes. Five stars if you really like us. We would greatly appreciate that. It just takes a minute or two and you will be helping us out immensely by showing up for us in that way. Also, for our Spotify listeners, you can leave a star rating for us on our show page there as well. This will help new listeners find us and check us out and allow for the show to grow in popularity. So again, we appreciate that you do that for us and we appreciate those that have already done so. You can find the show on Twitter at EditThatOut1, on Instagram at ETOPod, and now on TikTok where the cool kids are at EditThatOut. We are also on the Book of Faces. If you search for Edit That Out, you will find our show page, Edit That Out with Jamil, Devin, and Jawan, and the Facebook group for Edit That Out, where you can follow and join both for content updates. And lastly, but definitely not least, you can also support us on our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash edit it out for as little as $2 a month, where you will get all the bonus content, such as casual movie reviews, ad-free episodes, and all the problematic but hilarious things that I do have to cut out of the main show feed. And Jamel may show feats. So if you can spare us a couple of bucks, we would greatly appreciate your support there as well. Thank you very, very much again for listening and thank you for your support. But um, but with all that being said, thank you very much, Sin, for joining us tonight. Thank you. This is wonderful, Sin. Wonderful addition. The other people watching this show when I was posted yeah. about it, I'm like, I, I got drunk uh, over the holiday break and was like, I'm going to binge watch this. So I had all the crazy commentary. I just was like, why did y'all limit all of, pack all this into one season? Yeah. I felt like they could have been at least two. <laughs> are we, are we, sh- I, I don't know, because I've been trying not to be spoiled. Or so we know they're not going to episodes instead of eight. We know they're not going to do anything else. It's just a limited series. Okay. Or, uh-huh. Like now, I know it's, it's done. It's done. Malcolm Lee said that he's done. Okay, because we, I don't know if we announced this on the last pod, but did they they broke the streaming uh records or something? Yeah, they need yes. Did you see that? I didn't know that. Wonderful. Let's see if I can find it. Yeah, they I broke. That. Come on, Devin, with the trivia. I thought y'all. I, thought, I was like, I didn't know that. I did not know that. Devin, you didn't make that up. No, I'm not. I'm gonna send y'all the the link. Hold on. That's what's up. Right. I put it in the show and notes. We'll, I'm about to say, we'll put it in the show notes. Right. But what I was going to say about uh, seeing was, this is your uh, first time um, being a guest on the show, right? You're a natural girl. Oh, thank you. Yeah. yeah. Study communication in college. <laughs> but yeah, this is, I've listened to a gazillion podcasts. And so this is my first time. Like, where'd you go to college? UNLV. Oh, okay. Are you from Vegas? Yeah, I'm from Vegas. Okay, all right. Here, born here, raised here, went to school there. Okay. Uh, question for you: In and Out or Whataburger? I never had Whataburger, so In and Out. Whataburger mm. is superior to all burger chains. Hey, that's what they say. I'm from Texas, Sid, so I'm okay. always going to be biased. I gotta come to Vegas, but I'm not gambling. I just come for the food. Yeah, I was gonna say there's a lot more to do than gamble. There's great shows. Um. The food is fantastic. There's some great restaurants. Um, that is true. Stuff. If you're into outdoor stuff, lots of that stuff here. Uh, so. Cool. Yeah. 
cool. I will put it on my itinerary. So with all that being said, Cindy, you want to tell people where they can uh, find you and your thoughts about your little musings here at Evan? <laughs> okay, so I do most of my like TV stuff on Twitter, which is my Twitter, at Leon Alley Cat, um, just how it sounds, uh, uh-huh. on Twitter. And inst- my Instagram is private because I'll be doing too much on Twitter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've, seen, I, I've seen the pictures. I'm following you now. I got a cupping job, so I got to, you know, I got yeah. <laughs> what, what was the IG? I'm sorry. I was looking for the, the final cover. <laughs> no, no. I'll put it in the chat. Right on. Put it in the chat. And Cynia, C I N I A. And I don't accept strangers, so you know what? I just followed you on on Twitter. Yeah. So yeah, and then, my TV stuff and movies and all that. Yes, her her DMs are famously not open. <laughs> they open, and you just it's like uh, junk mail. <laughs> but make sure you answer when I when I write you. I got you. All right, and Jamel, what can they find you? You are able to find me on Twitter at Jamel Mybell. That is J A M E L L E M Y B E L L E. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at those places. But if you're looking up me for me on Facebook, you're gonna have to pay. Oh. Preschool is expensive. No, you're worth Queen. That's right. And Devin? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Devin Lamar. With two R's. Talk about it. And you can find me on um, Twitter and Instagram at JTD. That is J-A-Y-T-E-E-D-E-E. And on TikTok at Shift JTD. Once again, uh, CN, thank you very much for being here. Thank you very much for joining the show. We appreciate you know, all of your comments and all of your thoughts. And the listeners, thank you very much for listening. We appreciate every single last one of you. And we will talk to you all next week for episodes five and six of the best man, the final chapters. What's what's up? Um, those are the last those are the last episodes, right? No, we there's a, it's eight. eight episodes. Oh, there's eight. Oh crap. You got two more weeks. Okay. And by the way, I did fit, go ahead. Last of Us is next week, right? The last of us is next week. I finished the last of us. I I think we should go ahead and do it. Uh I think we should go ahead with it, but he's still going to watch the first episode to see, but that game was amazing. And um, Jamil, it's not the black people game. It's the PlayStation, the Sony PlayStation Thank game. you for that clarification. <laughs> I was a bit confused last week. Sorry. No, but thank you all for this. All right, all. feminists. We're born feminists. Born feminists. I am opening that. I was born, I was born a feminist, John. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but I love it. (laughs) Farewell, y'all. Bye-bye. Oh, the ghetto. The ghetto. The ghetto. Kenya, if you got a dog in there, you better put it up. Kanye's house of horrors. So I thought this was the best option for me on a short notice. This is not where I live. This is my This is where you live, honey. Let me see what's going on.
Oh, damn it, show me around. Ooh, let me see. I was shocked, honey. I was in tears almost. And it has a white refrigerator. I was like, oh, oh, not a white refrigerator. Girl, please put your shoes on. Let's go find you a home, honey. Ooh, Lord. Kenya, what is going on up in here? This is where I have been since that crazy lady started. Let me see, y'all. Kenya is in a 2.3 star hotel. She definitely didn't want to pay over $129 a night. Man, but you're not going to sit with me, honey. <laughs> Kenya, I've called my realtor, and we're gonna go look at some places. And I also have a helicopter on the roof to take us up out this camp, okay? <laughs> Who knew we were gonna be twirling back to the hood, honey?